Anyone can lose their ranked positions in their video games. In a world where skins cost way too much money. In a world where we are the knights of the deep <laughs> end. That was, that was pretty good. That was decent. Yeah. <laughs> Who had the best uh, spooky oo voice? Is the real question. Not the oo mm. voice. <laughs> we yeah. established last not week that you not oo the ghosts. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Call the Ghostbusters instead. Da 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 da. Oh, okay. <laughs> Welcome everybody to the Knights of the Deep Pad podcast. This is Ben to my left. Aiden. Past him. Court. And then all the way at the end. Kyle. Hey, guys. I was about to correct you and say Aiden's to your right, but then I realized that I'm... Your other yeah, right. Yeah, I'm, you, I'm, he's to your right. <laughs> your other, he's to my right. Your other right. Unfortunately, uh, viewers, uh, listeners, you don't know that Jason is absent today, so... If anything sounds terrible, it is entirely our fault. <laughs> and not Jason's fault not at all. Jason's. Not, not Merlin. Merlin. Guys, is, please do not flame Merlin in the chat. Merlin is, is, has more important things to do right now, but the podcast goes on because Halloween is coming up. Mm-hmm. That's oh, not why we're like wanting to record. We're wanting to record to record, but like, you know. Yeah. You know. Yeah. The show must go on. The show always must go on. Mm-hmm. Exactly. But we do miss him. We yeah. do we do miss him. He's here in spirit, which I think is fitting. And in editing. And in editing. Still doing Hi Merlin in the future. <laughs> Hi future Merlin. Hi future Jason. Please fix my audio levels. <laughs> Please fix my life. <laughs> oh. I don't think he can do that in post. <laughs> Anyways, we have a few wonderful topics today, starting off with some new segments talking about just anything happening in the gaming world, whether it be drama or <clears throat> excuse me. Drama or any new developments when it comes to new games. Then we'll have a filler segment where we are going to talk about our own specially designed, most horrifying game we can imagine. So I expect every one of you to have an, just an incredible idea. Storyboards and everything. Storyboards, everything. Man, I want, made the game. I want some, yeah, I, I want some <laughs> yeah, 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 open art. Data available on Steam right now. <laughs> And then ending off, we'll just talk about some esports news, any kind of scores or significant matches we want to talk about. And I guess I'll go ahead and start. I've got a little new segment. Just just like it kind of rolls off with the esports stuff. It's that uh, recently there has been some rumors floating around about the LEC and the LCS having their changing schedules. So for anyone who doesn't know, the LEC is the League European Championship, which is the European League for League of Legends. And the LCS is the League Championship Series, which is the North American League for League of Legends. And so recently, and I think, I'm not sure if it's official yet, but uh, LCS has been saying that they're going to switch their schedule from broadcasting on Saturdays and Sundays Switching it to Wednesdays and Thursdays. Mm. So that's, right in the middle of the week. <laughs> that's so. That's such a bad idea. <laughs> there has been speculation saying like, oh, freaking League is getting uh, kicked off the weekend by Valorant just because Valorant's gotten more popular. But, really? No, well, it's not. And nothing's <laughs> topping League. Well, nothing's topping 
international or Asian region. Maybe LCS and LEC. LCS has been seeing significantly dwindling numbers, actually, in these past few seasons, where there has just not been that much engagement. What was the average viewership recently before the the world started? Um, I'm not sure. Before the world started, before the world started, I think average viewership was zero. There was league. (laughs) There was was zero. Uh, I find it funny that they're moving to Wednesday, Thursday. When the Overwatch League started back in 2018, they actually did, their schedule ran Wednesday through Saturday. They did four games a day, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and then starting from Season 2 in 2019, they shifted a day later from Thursday to Sunday, and that's continued through to today. It was really weird having, like, Wednesday games because it's, I mean, Thursday and Fridays sometimes are a little weird, but if it's like a... It's like a one o'clock time slot. It's a Wednesday afternoon. You're like, what in the heck is going on here? <laughs> Everyone's at work mm-hmm. or at school. Yeah. yeah. So it's definitely, it's going to be very different. I've seen lots of reviews and like comments, people people saying, oh, I'm just going to, in the middle of my shift at work, I'm just going to put it on in the background and do whatever. And well, yeah, I mean, if you care about it, you will do that. Yeah. And so like the <laughs> LCS usually starts somewhere around like 3 p.m. ish. And so it'll definitely be right in the middle middle of of most people's work work days. Hmm. So it'll be very interesting to see how viewership either dips or rises based on this new streaming schedule. But it kind of coincides with what the LEC is doing to change their schedule. So starting next year, the LEC, the League European Championship, is going to be doing a very weird change oh, no. to their to their schedule. So, league usually runs with two splits of regional leagues, and then the MSI, which is the mid-season invitational, which happens like in between the first and second split, mm-hmm. which is like a little mini international mid-season, tournament, mid-season tournament. Mm-hmm. And then there's the World Championship, which is you know the big end-all, be-all, be yeah. And so. LEC has announced that they're going to, instead of be doing two splits, be doing three splits. Well, they haven't announced, actually. This is still in the rumor mill right now. Mm. But three splits. Why would you do three? That's the question. So I don't know how it would fit. <laughs> that's your question. I don't know Tell how it would fit. Why, why like, would they do three? Yeah. With the current like schedule that has been set for a while now of spring split, MSI, summer split, worlds. worlds it would be very difficult, I, I feel. Where would you even put it? Exactly. So, I don't know. I'm thinking maybe, because like there is a little bit of a blank space after Worlds, but it's not that long. Well, I mean, at that point, it's like, all right, season's over. Start up the next one. Run it back. Mm-hmm. It, it would definitely, it would. That'd be like if the NFL season started at the beginning of March. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Super Bowl's the beginning of February. All right, roll right. Here we go again. Yeah, no, 100%. It would be way harder for players. But, so, LEC... Rumor has it that they're going to be doing a first four weeks will have basically super weeks what? where it means they super weeks, meaning Friday, Saturday, Sunday will all be broadcast days and there will all be all these matches. And then after uh, the super weeks, the top eight teams, because like there's 10 teams in total in the league. Yeah. The top eight teams will continue on to playoffs where you'll have like. It's not really so much playoffs, but more like... It's like a stage <clears throat> tournament. Yeah, kind of like... Because Overwatch League does that. Overwatch League has 
four splits where the first one the first and third one has like a a tournament a a cycle tournament where it's just like the the four weeks of matches from those two splits had a tournament and you're seated based on performance and then after the second split you're seated based off your performance of the first two for a midseason tournament and then the fourth one anyone who is like not is who you seed for like the play in bracket so it's like four makes sense because you just make four short ones but if you do three is there a third one going to be like the same length as the other two or is it going to be like a speed run yeah here's the thing I have no idea so oh, it's it could just be in the rumor mill yeah it's there's definitely way too many rumors right now <laughs> to like confirm anything yet you love rumors but <laughs> rumors are the best I'll tell you why especially in esports world so much fun but anyways so after the eight teams continue on to the, like the two bottom teams get kicked off. Then you'll have what they describe as a GSL style uh, playoff bracket. What? Which is so GSL. It's kind of, it's, it's a very unique style. It takes definitely some getting like some like learning to understand how a GSL style bracket works, mm-hmm. but it's basically like a triple to quadruple illumination bracket. Huh? Where it it feels like with just a sheer number of games, it feels kind of more like you're just playing in group stage, but it's still technically a bracket. Quad with only ten teams. How many teams? With eight teams. Eight teams. Why would you need a quad Quad bracket with eight eight teams? teams? It's like they're trying to cut it down as fast as possible. Yeah, it's at that point you just do single limb. Mm -hmm. (laughs) If you want to cut it down quick, do a single limb in and out, one and done. And then so after the GSL style bracket. The top four teams will continue on into to another two playoffs where it's I think I'm I'm sure it would be just single limb bracket, two teams face, then grand final. So they so so they're doing the split and then they're just basically going, All right, bottom two teams, you suck, get out of here. Go All right, away. top eight, you're gonna do a really big tournament for no reason. Because we could have just found the best teams by just doing more group stage, but instead, we're just going to make you play more games for no reason. I mean, basically what it sounds like is they had one guy sit down and they were like, okay, how can we make this as complicated (laughs) as we possibly can? And the dude was like... Uh, let me yeah. let me tell you something. I got something. some plans. <laughs> you ever heard of a GSL-style bracket? No? Good. Good. We're going to do that. Because neither have I. I mean, I made it up I, on the spot. I had a dream last night. I'll tell you what, it was crazy. 3 a.m., like, woke up, came up with the idea, went, to, went back to sleep, doesn't elaborate. Some guy named, like, Gaben or something showed up at my door and just gave me this bracket style, and I think we should try it. Gabe Newell's like, how can I sabotage League of <laughs> Legends? Go to two will reign supreme once more. <laughs> that's, that's, exactly. that's what it, it explains is. Everything. Gabe Newell came up with this, plan. the schedule changes and the confusing brackets to sabotage League of Legends. <laughs> it's all making sense. It all makes the success, sense. The now. success of Arcane has him sweating a little. In <laughs> He's like, oh no. It's Arcane did so well in the Dota 2 show. Like, just goes to show. I don't even know what the Dota 2 show is called. There's a Dota 2 show. There was a Dota 2 show. There was a Dota 2 animated show. That's a crack a joke about that. Shows what we know. Yeah. Exactly. So that just goes to show. Like, (laughs) yeah, but I mean, did pretty well with their show. How much money does the international dish out? Three dollars. <laughs> couple, couple, couple. Eleven million. million I'm pretty oh, sure. Cow. So I don't think they're worried. But that's 
Oh, it seems like League of Legends is just wanting to shoot themselves in the foot. Well, that's just the LCS and LEC. Oh, yeah. I think the, the Korean, Korean League and the Chinese League are going to keep their... Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, you don't mess with the best teams in the world. Mm-hmm. You just yeah, exactly. mess with the ones that get knocked out immediately, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Like they're just using this as a testing ground because they know nobody cares about. Well, <laughs> well I mean, maybe ooh, not nobody, ooh. but they know they know <laughs> that it's going to have no really big impact because they're like, even with the normal schedule, they were getting knocked out anyway. So let's just mix things up. Maybe it'll work. Yeah, yeah. yeah. something will happen. Something. <laughs> something. It'll catch fire. <laughs> <laughs> it'll all come tumbling down. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> Bye, league. <It's> nice <laughs> knowing you. But speaking of uh, companies and everyone shooting themselves in the foot, why don't we talk about Overwatch? My goodness. Yeah. So, Overwatch. Overwatch. So first I want to say some good news. You uh, finally think, got to play it? Yeah. Well, I, th- I finally got to play Bastion. I've been waiting. <laughs> yeah, Court was really my excited sweet on Monday boy. when that happened. My I little ball caps lad. Yeah, I, I unlocked Bastion. Uh, between the times when they removed him and put him back in. Oh, it's a congratulations, so, you get this year. Yeah, you you unlocked exactly. a redacted. Exactly. <laughs> I got, like, the, the screen. I'm like, oh, sweet. I go to the hero menu. Doesn't even I exist. S- I scan the whole thing, like, five times. I'm like, where no, is what? Bastion? I'm trying to go into the where training grounds. Where is Bastion? I don't see I want that robot with the baseball cap. Nothing. But I've gotten to play him. I have been having some weird stuff about his, uh, like, stance change. Where he goes into the minigun. Stance the minigun change. <laughs> You're what, telling was... me Bastion gets stanced up? <laughs> <laughs> square, square up. Square up, Bastion. <laughs> well, it was different in Overwatch 1, too, because it was like... Well, it was stationary. Yeah, it was stationary, and it wasn't timed, and no he cool could down. heal himself, which I really liked. But Yeah. Hmm. Oh, well. No, yeah, Bastion, Bastion came back into the into rotation on Monday as well as Torbjorn into competitive mode and Junkertown was re-enabled because mm. they were re-enabled with the big patch that came out with the Halloween update. No actual balance changes, though, which was odd enough. Hmm. Uh, the Halloween event, I'm happy with, but mm-hmm. the Halloween event in particular is not actually what's what's important this week. So when Overwatch 2 was about to come out and when it did come out, obviously everyone was like, ah, battle pass, ah, battle pass. <laughs> we're so far in at this point, I think no one really is too upset about the... Ba- I mean, anyone that still is upset about the Battle Pass, I think, needs to just get over it. Well, I mean, the act man on YouTube was complaining about the Battle Pass. <laughs> like, 10 bucks for an 80-tier Battle Pass? Come on. Like, okay, that's nothing. Yeah. Because... Come on, yeah, just shell out. Because what... Just uh, give Blizzard your money. <laughs> what Blizzard decided to do... I mean, they had already... We'd already seen the cosmetics that they were selling in the store for... Not ideal prices, mm. and they were old Overwatch One cosmetics. And they were old, but you could you could buy them with like legacy tokens from Overwatch One. It was mm. like, a, but they weren't skins. They were, you know they weren't like new skins. They were just kind of like okay, whatever. Yeah. Mm. Halloween event starts on Monday, and here come the new skins. Kiriko's got a cool skin. Joker Queen's got a cool skin. And the way that most of these cosmetics works, they come in bundles. So you get like a skin, you get a spray, voice line, victory pose. You get like five a little cos- trinket, little trinket. But you can't buy them individually. You have to buy the whole. You have to buy the whole bundle. I mean, like, mm-hmm. the Junker Queen skin you can buy on its own, but, like, the Kiriko one that everybody really wants, you can only buy it as, as a bundle. How, how, many, how, many Overwatch, how, many, how much Overwatch premium currency do you think the, the five cosmetic bundle costs? Well, it depends. What is the, like, ratio from Overwatch currency to American dollar? I know. I will tell you that later. Uh, well, <laughs> well, well, for, for perspective... <laughs> To buy the to buy a battle pass with premium currency, it's a thousand premium tokens. A thousand tokens is a the is a battle so, pass. Okay. So, so essentially, much like the Fortnite V buck, it rounds out to generally one U.S. dollar is a hundred Overwatch. 
tokens. Something along. So I think we're I think buying it, sounds... it with essentially large collections of digital pennies. Correct. Yes. Okay. Fair enough. I love cryptocurrency. So, <laughs> so this Kiriko bundle. <laughs> One battle pass is a thousand of these coins. How much do you think the Kiriko bundle costs? That has five cosmetics. A skin and some like other stuff. I know the answer, so I'm gonna let someone who doesn't know the answer. answer. Ben, Kylie, your guess? Well, I, I I think you wrote it on the agenda, I which did, I'm looking but, at right you know. now, so I, I think my guess ben, becomes invalid. My best guess says somewhere around twenty nine hundred. I don't know. Are you overshot by a little bit. Overshot dang. Twenty six hundred. Which or is twenty five dollars. I flipped that number. <laughs> the Kiriko bundle for a skin, a spray, a voice line. Twenty five dollars. That's two and a half battle passes. I did. I, I saw a meme on the Overwatch subreddit that was basically like, "Oh no!" It was like it, it was because there's some sale going on on Steam right now. Yeah, yeah. And the meme was basically okay. Like, listen, you could get the, you Kiriko, could get bundle, the Kiriko bundle, or you could get like Doom, Skyrim, like <laughs> Outlast, like yep. a whole uh, like one of the Fallout games, like a whole bunch of these games that are all the Witcher Three. Yeah, all of these games. And still have and three dollars and money fifty cents left over. Left over. <laughs> and it was just like, oh no, yeah, twenty five dollars, two and a half battle passes for the Kiriko bundle, five cosmetics, or if you want to just get the Junker Queen skin, her like new legendary skin, that's nineteen dollars. So just two, for the one, just for a skin, just oh, for a single skin. No, it's happening again. Just for one skin. But what's even funnier, outside of the fact that those are crazy, that those are priced so like, why? But what's funny is on the Overwatch, you know, the, in the store, it's like the Kiriko bundle, 2,600 coins. It's 30% off. It could be 3,700 coins. And you're like, huh? Wait, 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 wait. When, what? When, but when, there's, when there's nothing to, to balance it out against because there, you can't buy them individually. You can't buy them individually. So what are they discounting it from? <laughs> Not, it's like it was never. But what's funny is someone went on, on Reddit and there's like the merit of whether or not what they said like is still up in the air, but they said that 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 business practice of like we're selling to this we're selling this thing to you at a discounted price, but like the original price was never offered. They just kind of chuck is actually illegal in Australia. Mm-hmm. So Australia has mm-hmm. a law that like says like you can't sell something at a discounted price if it was never at the original price because it like tricks and misleads the consumer to be like oh I got to get it on sale. It's like but if it's always on sale, it was never. But right. there's like. Some technicalities there because you're not technically buying the bundle with real money. You're buying the coins and then buying the bundle with mm. the coins. And so even though technically it might be illegal, the fact that it's using digital currency as like a middleman kind of loopholes through that law. And I remember lots of games do it. Yeah, there was a, a video I watched that was analyzing this trend in games right now, especially ones with... Uh, live service, battle pass kind of stuff. Um, I think the guy who made the video, I, I can't remember who it was, but he like speculated that it might become illegal in more countries in the near future. Now, of course, you know, I I wouldn't be able to say whether or not that's going to happen, but the guy making the video was speculating that it would probably happen because, you know, one way or another, that digital currency is still being bought with real money. Yeah. And so it's mm-hmm. essentially... Real just money. like changing what the price tag looks like, well, but keeping the same just, price tag. It's, 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 it's just like exchange, it's, it's, it's exchanging from one currency to another. Yeah, it's just, it's just a digital exchange. Yeah. 
Can't wait for uh, V Bucks to be counted along the same uh, legal <laughs> routes as Bitcoin, well, Bitcoin there, or there Ethereum. Was, there was well, there's, oh, sorry, that just the, it just make, that makes me laugh because there was a time during the whole, you know, when all the sanctions were placed on Russia, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Russia Ukraine mm-hmm. conflict, and so the value of the Russian ruble just like plummeted. Right? Uh huh. There was a time. Where a single <laughs> Fortnite V buck <laughs> was worth, worth more than, than a single Russian ruble. <laughs> My goodness! I think I saw that meme. That's too. That's actually really funny. <laughs> and you know, there's been a lot of stuff about the Roblox currency, Robux, because yeah. that you actually can transform back into. Yeah, it has a one to one almost transform back. Oh wow! Yeah, and so like there, there's been Robux have practically been a, a cryptocurrency since the beginning. To be honest. Yeah. So there's all that, and that is one. But crazy. it's like all of this, this trend because loot boxes were made illegal in lots of countries, but they were made mm. illegal way after the industry moved on. And so it's like, yeah, if countries start like banning this like practice of digital currency and like this kind of not so much extortion, but I mean it almost is. Let's be honest with the mm. amount that they're charging for these cosmetics. By the time that countries get around to banning it, the industry is going to have moved on already yeah. to something else. Mm-hmm. So currently, we live in this battle pass, pay two and a half battle passes worth of money to get a skin. Like I know Apex does the same thing, where it's like twenty bucks for like a legendary skin. And There's something similar in Genshin Impact as well. There are some cosmetics that have prices around that range, and yeah. one that was recently introduced that's more expensive than the other ones. And still, so many people bought it, and I'm like, "What are you guys yeah, doing?" It, it, I do I, we do we think that this is good? That this practice is good for the gaming industry? Okay, um, hello everyone, welcome back to your weekly session of court shills for Fortnite because he's a sim. <laughs> but court shills for Fortnite. But uh, I think honestly. Fortnite does it right. Like, if there is a company that does the whole battle pass and the, uh, like, cosmetic store in the least predatory way, it would be epic with Fortnite. Because, like, the cosmetics, while still ridiculously overpriced, are less ridiculously overpriced than other companies. And unlike, like, they do sell things in bundles, but they sell everything individually. Yeah. You can get everything individually and then... The bundles will like take the total price of if you bought everything and just individually, add them up. and then like subtract some to get to encourage you to get it in the bundle. Uh-huh. And it's like it. There was yeah. a big thing about it a little while back because uh, Halo Infinite has also just really <laughs> horrifically predatory <laughs> prices, right? Mm-hmm. And they made this whole post about how it was like okay, for twenty bucks you could get a single. Halo oh yeah, Infinite, like armor set and coding, like for the for the armor set, it was like. Or in Fortnite, for twenty bucks, you can get Boba Fett, his staff, his jetpack, and his ship, and like an emote, and like like the full and a loading screen, like the whole Boba Fett set. When they did the crossover for Book of Boba Fett, yeah, and it was like, is that still a lot of money that you probably shouldn't pay? Yes, but yes. is it a better deal than? Twenty bucks for a single Spartan. Yeah, but see, that's the problem. Is a like, oh, but it's not as bad as this one. It's yeah. all bad. It's all bad. It's all it's bad. bad. It's like, all bad. Having to pay twenty bucks for anything but just a. a we go back fifteen years ago. Twenty bucks got you a game. No, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Remember when they first started selling cosmetics and it was like dirt cheap. 
Mm. You know, like you want this epic ghost flame to follow you around on the map. Two bucks, three two, bucks yeah, tops. Two, yeah. two bucks oh, yeah. in most places. Like I genuinely think that oh. like skins and stuff <laughs> in games should be five bucks tops. Like a single skin should be five bucks and bundles ten, no more. Yeah, mm-hmm. because it's like twenty. But like, what if the battle pass itself is ten dollars? Why are you charging twenty five for you know for a single skin yeah. for a single yeah. bundle? I think. In my opinion, just because there are certain games that are free to play, I'm okay with higher prices for skins and cosmetics. Because if it is free to play, then that means there technically will be a certain population that does not buy anything. They just mm-hmm. get their freebies and they are happy. Mm-hmm. And so then that's you have a certain population that gives you no additional revenue. And so you have to make up somehow, and that is by jacking up the prices for people who do buy cosmetics. I guess that that is true. Yeah, I think I mean, they do uh, they they by jacking the prices up so high though, they do lose that middle ground of players. Yeah. Right. Who would buy a $5 bundle or, you know, a $5 skin or a $5 bundle who are never going to spend $25 on right. the same bundle. Mm-hmm. There's a middle ground to be found there. Yeah. yeah. Fortnite so is like, currently the closest to that, I think. But, yeah. yeah. And yeah. also I think like, you could just like you know, have some lower quality skins for cheaper, or Honestly, not, not yeah. like not we like had, lower quality. Like you know, we get different ones tiers. That are, you know, ones that are mm-hmm. more elaborate versus. Well, less I mean, Overwatch has that. Overwatch yeah. has like their common, their epic, their legendary, and I guess now their mythic skins. But it's all like the com, like the the a step above, like the common skins. Nobody is going to pay any amount of money for a common skin because it's literally just a recoloring. People are mm-hmm. only going to be paying money for these legendary skins that overhaul them visually. Mm-hmm. Because it's like, yeah, you could put like these basic skins on sale, but if they're any more than like a dollar, no one's no, gonna be like, why would I care for a blue version of Lucio? <laughs> like I, I mean, I don't that, know. Maybe that might look pretty uh, nice. Yeah. That, that was kind of the. That I'd was pay twenty dollars for blue Lucio. Blue Lucio, common skin, twenty bucks. That was kind of the appeal of Overwatch One's original loot box system was because while I think buying the loot boxes was potentially problematic you would get loot boxes every time you leveled up. Yeah. And like, mm. and so like I, so I, I recently went back through and linked my old Overwatch 1 account with my, with my new Overwatch 2 account and I didn't realize how many just like random skins Yeah, you I get random stuff. Because just whenever you level up, you get a loot box. And that was how yeah. Overwatch 1 worked. And so like I never spent a dime nope, on Overwatch 1. I. And yet I still had... I mean, a pretty decent. I I found some skins in there that I didn't even know existed, <laughs> and like, and I was like, oh, but I have them. Like, cool. I can be Cyborg Soldier seventy six now. Yeah. Um. But like, but yeah. But with this one, there is no way to get these skins without paying real. Realistically, money. and mm-hmm. that's the biggest problem that everybody has is like, not only are these skins like really high priced, there's no way to like effectively and realistically earn enough credits to like buy them. So yeah. it's like the max amount of the max amount of premium currency that you can earn in a season is like 600. If you do all of the yeah. weekly challenges. If a skin bundle costs 2700 and you're only earning 600 every like 9 weeks, you got to wait a whole another year to even try and buy that skin again. Yeah. Because brutal. you don't get any premium currency from buying the battle pass. You don't get any from leveling up. You only get it from completing the weekly challenges. And this is something where I think 
uh, Genshin Impact actually sets a, a better example than many other games because compared to a lot of other games, by a wide margin, they are quite generous with giving their premium currency. They well, really are. Kind of. Like, it depends on if you consider the Prima Gems or the Genesis Crystals the premium currency because when you when you purchase something with real money, it gives you Genesis Crystals, which convert one-to-one to Prima Gems but can also be used for a few things that only work exclusively on those like these skins and cosmetics. Um, but the Prima Gems themselves, which are far more useful because you use those to get new characters, new weapons, they give a lot of that. They really and do. And they have frequent events that give you a lot of that um, it, with various levels of difficulty in obtaining it. And honestly, they build it so that like even if you just barely complete that content, you get the Prima Gems. And if you complete it with greater like capacity, efficiency, you get a higher score on the special battle event, you get other in-game rewards that just save you time farming materials. But, like, there are so many people who have these spectacularly put-together teams with uh, the highest rarity characters. Where they pay and zero nice money. Weapons, zero money. I myself have dropped only $25 on the game, and I still have a ton of really good Hey, you stuff. get the Kiriko bundle with that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or, or I could you can get, get this one other skin. Stuff. You can get one skin <laughs> a and a, skin. a couple uh, other cosmetics as well. Oh, uh, yeah. But I would like to point out, like, you know, a lot of people seem to be very caught off guard about this, and admittedly, it is quite a departure from Overwatch 1. But I'd like to point out that Overwatch 2 comes on the same launcher as Diablo Immortal. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there you go. That's not a coincidence, guys. <laughs> we should have seen this coming. <laughs> we should the clues were all there. Yeah, How couldn't we, why was, didn't we realize? You see, that's the real scary story this Halloween, guys, is Diablo yeah. Immortal. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Did, did, yeah. have they, did they ever get around to fixing that, or is it still just as terrible as it I, was? I have no idea. Because I haven't, like, I didn't follow up with that story after it came out of that man spent thousands of dollars to max out everything. Well, no, he didn't even spend thousands of dollars to max out. Okay, spent, so it's like it's like there's these different, like, rarities of gems you can get or something, yeah. basically. Mm-hmm. And he wanted the highest rarity of, of gem that you can get from these, like, uh, in-game purchases and stuff like these. Mm-hmm. And he just wanted, I believe he just was trying to get a single one. And he spent like $10,000 before he got what? a single no. one. No, he spent 10000 and didn't get it. He never oh, got it. Oh, was that it? After $10,000 of microtransactions, he didn't get it. He got a whole bunch wow. of stuff that was basically useless. The game requires you to have high rarity items in order to progress past certain checkpoints. Oh, it sounds like a, so, a mobile gacha game. Uh, no, but this is so much worse because in mobile gacha games, it's often just like forgetting these nice units that make the hard combat stuff a lot easier. Uh, with this clearly one, clearly you haven't played enough mobile gacha games. Okay, maybe Kyle. there are some. <laughs> but like with this one, it was like, yeah, once like you once you get to this point in the in the main questline story, I don't know, I've never played Diablo Immortal. You cannot uh, continue. You cannot progress. Like, it's locked until you get this high-rarity item that you can only get by pulling on the gotcha system. This guy spends 10 grand and doesn't get the highest-rarity one. Um, It was – that. I mean, I was already kind of just annoyed with all their ads on YouTube. (laughs) Frankly, hearing that same segment of that one song over and over again did not help. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) But then I I read that article. I'm like, no, I'm not – 
I'm done with I'm not even going to make any attempt at Diablo Immortal in my life. No, thank you. Well, at least Overwatch 2 has that going for you. There's no gotcha yeah. system. Your $25 immediate will uh, will directly get you the skin. It you may know, have you to know be $25. exactly what you're wasting it on. But you know on. what you're wasting it on. <laughs> yeah, the battle pass is the same. It's never a guess. You can see what you're You will you're see all get. the tiers. You, you see know, what's in there. One thing I'm confused about as well on Overwatch, and Aiden or Court, either of you might be able to answer this for me. I log into the game after updating it for the Halloween content. I get this notification of like reward and all these skins. I can't find them. <laughs> it's saying like reward like I earned these skins for like a Reaper and a few other people. I'm like, oh, sweet. They gave out this gift for Halloween. Uh, there was a menu. Reaper skin yeah, and was. there was a keychain thing that was given out more so as a apologies for the server being really bad and yeah. opening day. I, I can't find it. I've been searching <laughs> through all these different menus. I have no idea where these things are that it, it, seem, it says it gave me. It's like Bastion all over again. The game keeps <laughs> telling me he's giving me where's stuff. My lad? Where is, where's my boy? Where, where have you put him? massacred my boy. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. That sounds like that a you problem. Yeah, it probably is a me problem. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, but yeah, they definitely, they did because the launch of Overwatch was, was so really catastrophic. Rough. They mm. were like, don't worry, guys. We're going to give you this cool Reaper skin where he's a spooky pirate. It is a cool skin. I want and that. I want and to I will never use it, but yeah, yeah I mean, like, cool skin. It's the only Reaper skin I have, so I'm like, I sure, just man. use my Houston Outlaws skins. <laughs> <laughs> Grinding for my premium Overwatch League tokens. Yo. Yeah. <laughs> but, no, yeah. yeah. Speaking well, think, of not being able to find something, though, mm. I think something we all will be eventually be trying to look to find. Our new Pokemon. I will. Hiding hey, in hey. tall grass. That's I, I, I can that confirm I will not be looking for new Pokemon, but... <laughs> all right, <well>. Continue. <laughs> Looking or not, Aiden, I want you to tell me what you think of this guy, right? I'm going to pull up a picture of him on the computer. Isn't he like a dog? Like a ghost dog? Yeah. Oh, I, I was reading about him. But he, like, doesn't have eyes? And he yeah. moves really slow? All right. Like... Here he is. Yeah. Grievar. That was what I saw. Yeah. So, this is the... Head. Yeah, the little candlehead. Yeah, the little candlehead dog with his really big mouth. Um... This Pokemon was just announced, and a lot of people have been commenting on him. This is some of the sparse amount of news we've been getting about the new Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. There's also some speculation that Scarlet and Violet will take more of an open-world approach than other Pokemon games. Didn't the one that came out earlier, like, yeah, beginning like of this Legends year do that? Yeah, like Legends Arceus. Yeah. A lot of people were like, oh, Legends Arceus is just Pokemon Breath of the Wild. That and is then it came out exactly and they were what like, I said. Yeah. And then they were like, it came out and they were like, eh. Not quite. It's not, not quite. the same quality of game. And then apparently there's some speculation that we will get more of that feeling with Scarlet and Violet, but it's only speculation right now. So mm. Pokemon Tears of the Kingdom. Pokemon <laughs> Tears of the Kingdom. Here also, we go. Wait, I got to pause this conversation really quick because okay. I and everyone I have ever heard pronounce the game have called it Arceus. Arceus. I Legends don't. Arceus. Is it, oh, is it, is it Arceus? I, I don't think pronounce it. I've actually been mispronouncing it my whole life, but his I don't whole life. Game that I, refuses I, to be, change. I'd be inclined to believe you over me because, like, I have not played a single <laughs> Pokemon game. But like, so if you say it's Arceus, it's probably I think, Arceus. I think but, technically it's supposed to be Arceus, but when I when I played, great, it's the Terraria, Terraria, all over again. I'm just British, and that's why I say Arceus. Legends Arceus. Yeah, Arceus. Like the Legends Arceus. Thank you. Um, but no, it's, it's probably Arceus. Um, but I've heard I don't know. Days. I have him in my team on Pokemon Platinum that the <laughs> stupid janitor threw away 
when I was at my freshman year of college. Wait a minute. Oh, no. This is a sad story. I don't want to get into it right now. <laughs> um, but I lost a piece of my childhood that day. Many pieces of my childhood because that wasn't the only thing that the janitor threw away. <laughs> anyway, let's get back to the ghost dog, okay? Ghost dog. So ghost is it just dog. me, or is that just a litwick on a dog? Exactly. So many people have been making that comment. <laughs> like, Reddit, the moment that sucker was announced, everyone's like, what is this? They put a litwick on a dog and then hit it with a hammer. Oh, no. The wax has just been exploded everywhere, and it's <laughs> like, all right. <laughs> We've done it, boys. Someone literally just dropped a candle on their little terrier. Yeah. And they're like, but I mean, like, okay. <laughs> Idea. <laughs> to be completely honest, I actually kind of like the idea. In some ways, it harkens back to some of the older Pokemon uh, design ideas, which was basically to add a touch of fantasy to an animal. Yeah. With some of the older generations of Pokemon, that's really what it was, was add a touch of fantasy to an animal. And we've got that here. Now, admittedly, it's a little too similar to Litwick with the candle. I'm sure there was some like visual things they were trying to go with some themes and stuff, but I'm like, that's a little too close. We already have Litwick, and it evolves into a very popular uh, ghost fire Pokemon whose name I am blanking Kendall. on. Huh? No, uh, not the, the last one in the chain. The chandelier one. The shin- Lumiere. Lumiere. We are We are But anyway, which was actually one of my favorite sets of Pokemon in, in Gen 5. Uh, because I too love Lumiere. Yeah, <laughs> Lumiere was the best part of Gen Five. I loved him in the live action. <laughs> Change my mind. Chandelure. Chandelure. Yeah. To be completely honest, that's almost were, Lumiere. Yeah, right. <laughs> to be completely honest, I wasn't like the happiest with some of the design choices in Gen Five for the Pokemon, but they had they had a few bangers. But yeah, this one is neat. Uh, some of the footage shows him like sticking out a pretty long tongue, but not as much as like Lickitung or anything like that. And yeah, we we have our, our little ghost dog. That's about it. It's not that big of news. Well, um, yeah, because the game's I, not even out <laughs> the yet. The game isn't out. I mean, he's a fluffy I, boy, and that's okay. all I need. <laughs> but I think something we can talk about, though. Yeah. Do you think Sprigatito should stay as a quadruped? I want it to. I've heard, though, from a guy who really closely follows the leaks that it won't be, but that the biped is actually like a good design. Like, it actually looks interesting and cool and not weird. <laughs> and lame. Which is cool, but it should still, it's a cat. Yeah. It's I want a cat. It, I want it its feet stay to stay on the ground. I want, like, I don't care if it's the most generic, like, green lion. I want it to stay on the ground. <laughs> it's literally just a lion with a with crown no of courage. leaves. <laughs> Oh, yeah, a zero courage line. Zero courage line. Okay, I do have another news topic, though. If we want to move on from Scarlet, what do we Bible. got? Show throw um, it at me. Right. So, CD Projekt Red. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Announced that they are uh, collaborating with another studio called Oh crap, Fool Fool Table Fool Timing. Goodness. Uh, Huge. Hold Anyways, on, they're on, remastering. Yeah, they're remastering The Witcher, the first Witcher game in, in uh, Unreal Engine Five. Oh wow! Why yeah. didn't they just use Nvidia's remastering tools? <laughs> yeah, come on! Because like, they don't listen to this podcast. Exactly. It was their mistake. They would know. Was, like this hasn't already been in, in production for the last <laughs> long you know, time. Year or so. <laughs> Scrap yeah, everything. We're using is... NVIDIA instead. <laughs> They're like, yo, you guys watch the latest episode of the Knights of the Demon. <laughs> we got to scrap this whole project. Scrap the whole thing. <laughs> They're just like, ah, oh, man, all that work. This will be easier anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, they're working. Uh, where is it? Oh, dang. Fool's Theory. Fool's Theory is uh, 
a worse version of game with. theory. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> of course. But they're, yeah, they're partnering with it to make uh, a full remake. So it'll be like from the ground up, a full remake of the original Witcher game. Oh, so it'll be like a Final Fantasy remake where exactly. it looks nothing uh, like or plays nothing like the original, but it just has the name slapped on there. <laughs> well, I mean, like... We don't know how different it is, but we know that they're essentially going to recode it from the ground up. the The mechanics might be very similar, but it'll probably have. It's probably just the similar to what of, they're of doing with coding. the remaster of Knights of the Old Republic. Probably, yeah. Like I'm guessing they're going to try to stay pretty faithful because The Witcher has always been praised for its gameplay. Oh yeah, there'll be pitchforks. It's a lot more tactical. You know, you got to like research the weaknesses of your enemy and and use the game mechanics to exploit that. So. Is it going to be another Witcher 3 where every single blade of grass has its own uh, physics sim? <laughs> it's Unreal Engine. I don't know if Unreal Engine goes that far. we got to wait for Unreal Engine 8. That, that'll do it. Unreal Unreal still, we're only on, what, 5? we got a few I'm years. pretty sure that's what the universe is running on is Unreal Engine 8. <laughs> God, God's got it booted up on his PC. It's like Unreal Engine 8. Here it is. Oh, it's a reality man. sim. A reality sim. It all makes sense now. It's got all the refractions. That's why I saw that glitch the other day. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> a graphical error. The graphics card had a bit of a hiccup. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, that's my new stuff. It doesn't take too long to cover, but we got we got a new Ghost Doggo, and we're getting a remake of the original Witcher. Yeah. Cool stuff. High-end graphics. Yeah, me personally, as just a very critical person of character design, mm. I feel like it's a little like lackluster slash. I wouldn't I wouldn't say lazy, but like I don't know. Just Ghost Dog looks just like Litwick. But just kind of dog shaped. I feel like you know if you're looking dog for a ghost <laughs> type dog Pokemon, there are so many ways you can That's do it. True. Yeah, like, I want him to have like a terrifying looking final evolution. You know, something that mm-hmm. I'm like, man, if I saw that, just turned like, into a gray golden retriever. <laughs> oh, just a gray golden. But no, like something that looks so cool and scary that if I were to see that in real life, I would run the other way. It's this, a, I'd go up and give him little head pats, you know, try mm-hmm. to avoid the turns candle, into like but, Cerberus, yeah. three heads, three headed, three heads, glowing eye. Wait, no, it's literally know. just a, what does Litwick look like? Can you pull him up? Oh, yeah, Litwick. Let's pull up Litwick. I don't yeah, think I know yeah, what yeah Ghost Dog, here's like. his final evolution. He's going to turn into Cerberus, and the candle is going to go into his eyes. So his pupils are going to be just candle flames. That's Litwick. It's literally a candle. Okay. It is. So, just yeah, a look candle. at Litwick. And Can now, you scroll to the right? Yeah, look at him. Look at this dog. See? Because Litwick looks like just a candle. Does he have a face? Yes. Yeah, it's a little face. Uh, let me let me zoom in a bit. There's Litwick. Oh, he's oh he's so cute. This <laughs> little lad. Oh. It, it is very cute. And now slap him on top of a dog, and there you go, there ghost you go. dog. Mm. So maybe maybe it'll just be like each evolution is just like this guy's evolution is just another dog with Litwick's evolution on it. So we just, <laughs> <laughs> this is the next. We just they just they threw it into like that that website that merges Pokemon. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> What's the original dog Pokemon? Quick. I mean, it would uh, be a for, huge Growlithe. step. Growlithe. It's just lit with Growlithe. Yeah, that's a lot of people making the comment. But like Aiden, to what you said, like I mean, that would be a huge step forward for Nintendo uh, games, like appreciating their fan content. But at the same time. Uh, <laughs> Nintendo doesn't know how to appreciate fan content. They hit him with a DMCA strike and tell him to get off. Yeah. I, I will say, okay, in, in defense of Candle Doggo, okay. I, will say, I agree with what Kyle said where it does sort of harken back to the original, like the original set of Pokemon from Gen 1 and their kind of philosophy of like take an animal, make it fantasy. Because like you look at Charmander, for instance, right? And he's just like, 
He's a little, you know, he's he's just a lizard. He's and, a little lizard. And he's got a little fire on his tail, you know? <laughs> and it's like, That's or you true. you look That's at Squirtle. True. And Squirtle was basically, they were like, what if there was a turtle? That walked on two legs. But he had a squirrel's tail. <laughs> and then like, and he was blue. And then they like made that into a Pokemon, you know? And those are some of the like the most iconic Pokemon designs, you know? That's true. Like, so I think, I don't know. I do agree that he looks a lot like Litwick. But... It's, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know enough about Pokemon to make like a, a general like decision. Whole like, reject modernity, embrace tradition. Embrace you know? tradition. Embrace no. Grievard. What's his name? It's Gravard? Gravard? Grievard? Gravard, Grievard. Probably Grievard. Like Grievard. grieving. Grievard you if you're British. Yeah, Grievard. <laughs> uh, back to this British American pronunciation. Back to British. Yeah, no, the yeah. final evolution of. Uh, Grievard is just going to be a grayscaled PNG of a dog. Just a still, <laughs> still image. <laughs> just still image. And like, just a picture it, of the developer's it, dog. You know? Yeah, and it's, like, it's just animated. It does little like twists it's back like, and no, forth. It's like a 64 by 64. It's like super simple. Just very few pixels. <laughs> just, there's just a little clip art of a candle like photoshopped. The candle doesn't have like the background removed so it has like a white background on it. <laughs> it's, no, it's got like the, the PNG background. The yeah. fake the PNG fake, background. The, the white and gray checkered, squares. Checkerboard. And it would still have better battle animations than Sword and Shield. Oh. <laughs> okay. No, have He's you guys absolutely seen right, the battle animations in that game. They're so bad. Oh, Pretty just, sure I have. It just rotates. <laughs> it just rotates. It would like, be the same quality. In, yeah, but incredibly quickly. <laughs> it just, just builds up speed. Doggo spin. spin. <laughs> it's just a flat picture that just... Yeah, and you go to the side and just, just, you just can't see it. It just disappears. The only move it knows is rollout. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, whatever you do, do not look at your dog in 2D. <laughs> gone. gone. <laughs> he turned the corner and he was just gone. <laughs> I haven't seen him in three days. It's, it's the Pokemon Paper Mario crossover. Oh, there it is. We found it. Oh, Ladies man. and gentlemen, we found it. Ladies and gentlemen, we got him. We got him. Oh, no. Well, graphics, good good old stuff. New. I don't know anything about Pokemon. Mm. This game isn't even out yet, so it's like, we're releasing a new Pokemon. It's like, the game hasn't come out yet. You're releasing a new game. <laughs> yeah. It was a slow news week, okay? It, was, <laughs> it really was. was relatively <laughs> slow. Not, which, not very much happened. Yeah. yeah. Which is but, especially funny considering the last topic is literally just everyone making fun of Mark Zuckerberg. Exactly. Okay, that, that's what I was going to lead into. I was going to say, my topic is only like sort of video game It is only sort of gaming. Like, sort which, of. because gaming news was so slow this week. But... Basically, I okay, I consider it sort of video game related because one because uh, Phil Spencer made a comment. Yes, because Phil Spencer made and a comment. And that's where the connection is. And that's where the well, <laughs> No, I mean, okay, so what we're talking about for those of you guys that don't know is uh Mark Zuckerberg, who's the owner of Facebook, which is now Meta. Um his Wait, like What's little, Meta about Facebook? Gosh dang it. <laughs> but he, he's basically, he's had this passion project for like a year or so now where he's been trying to build. I think that's insulting to passions. That's true. <laughs> he's, been, he's been trying to build the metaverse, which Ta-da. the closest thing I can explain to that is like, if you guys have ever seen the movie Ready Player One. Yeah, exactly yeah. what I was yeah. thinking. Yeah, he's, exactly trying, like he's that, trying to build Ready Player One, but... It's not working, <laughs> and it, Ooh, looks, it looks awful, and, like, in order to really experience it, you mm-hmm. need to buy their new, like, 
Quest Pro headset that costs like a quarter trillion dollars. And, and you can't buy it separately. It has to be in a bundle. It has yeah. to be in a bundle. And it looks like a worse version of just VR chat. You know that? It really yeah, does. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's th- this whole concept that he's trying to create of like this virtual world where people can interact and work and stuff. I'm like, that's good on you, Mark Zuckerberg. But like, who's going to use that? It? Has existed since like 2015 when Second Life came out. Like, <laughs> oh. that was even earlier. I mean, they had Second Life in like the original like episode runs of The Office. Like, like, it's like that's right. It's so old. Yeah. And like, and then they've got things like VR Chat, which mm-hmm. does, I'd rather play VR Chat than do the Metaverse. Exactly, oh, it does everything the Metaverse does, but way better. And anyway, and so less expensive. I think, well, and the right? metaverse is trying to take itself way too seriously. Oh, way like, too serious. Yeah. Well, I, I think you you have you've already failed when your your pitch is like, what if you go to board meetings, but it's in VR? In VR, <laughs> and you just like you lose like all of your yeah, like, they're like, why yeah. why would I do yeah. that? why would I do that? The, the two things when I could that just do a out, Zoom meeting, yeah, exactly, a, a, a Zoom video meeting would be call, so like. much easier. The two things that really stood out to me about this were two two articles that I read. One was an internal memo from, like, a meta, like, higher up to Mm. uh, her employees that was basically like, guys, this sucks. (laughs) That was was basically the gist of it. Guys, I think we might have TLDR, it sucks. sucks. (laughs) She was like, like, guys, we are being paid to, like... Make like, this tragic make, product. Like, make this thing and like and to like make it enjoyable and we all hate it. <laughs> and just, it, it like the, the thing was like basically like we've gotta fix something because everybody hates this project and no one enjoys playing in it, like doing anything in it. And mm. and they're like, and we're being paid to do so. Like no one's gonna buy this. You know what they need to add? Premium skin. Oh, the, the, premium skin. the metaverse yeah, battle pass. <laughs> Don't give them ideas. I can't wait till I'm in my board meeting. Everyone's sitting around the table in their nice suits and everything, and I'm over here in my Lich King armor. <laughs> just, I've got steam, like white steam, just floating off of me. It's like blocking the screen, and it only costs you forty five dollars. It only cost me forty five dollars. Your boss is like, "That's a really nice skin. You get a promotion." <laughs> you just stand this up, is, yeah. like Lich King. <laughs> Um, That's the human resources department, right? (laughs) (laughs) But but then the other thing was uh, Xbox head Phil Spencer came out in a... Phil Spencer was so... He was like, look, I'm going to be honest, this kind of sucks. He he came out in an interview and he was like, oh, yeah, Mark Zuckerberg's uh, (laughs) metaverse... uh, it looks like a poorly made video game. <laughs> that's like word for word yeah. what he said. He basically. Said, he said it's a, it looks like a poorly made video game. And he's like, it basically, the whole point of his interview and like what he was saying about it, he's like, he's like, listen, maybe eventually the metaverse will become a thing. But that's not now. But it ain't it. Like, it, this ain't it. Like, I think, honestly, for something like that to truly happen, I think it can't be in the hands of a social media. <laughs> in the hands of Zuck? And it definitely Zuck. cannot be in the hands of Mark Zuckerberg. I'm sorry, but that's just not going to happen. Oh, yeah. He doesn't have that same spark of fun that you would need <laughs> to truly make this a success. He's wanting board meetings in VR. He's wanting board meetings in VR. It's too boring. Everyone goes to the internet for memes. That's just a fact that, of life. That is what it's <laughs> for. You know what I feel like could pull off this project in half the cost and half the time? Gabe Newell. Elon Musk. Elon, <laughs> Elon Musk. I mean, he did 
moving. I saw a tweet. Moved into the Twitter HQ. He like came in with like a box and a briefcase. Like just moved in. I'm like, oh, oh no. Oh no. Wait, like, did he actually? Yeah, no, I, I'm pretty sure. Oh, and they the word is he's going to remove Twitter from the New York Stock Exchange. Wow. And oh, he's wow. going to make the code open source. Wow. It's like Elon, Elon, Elon. Listen to me. Um, scrap your plans with Twitter. Twitter is a Terrible place Twitter. anyway. Um, oh, you like Twitter? Twitter's fun. Well, okay, Twitter can be nice if you have, like, the Dungeons & Dragons community because they're chill. But everywhere else is, like, a war zone. So, Elon, <laughs> just, just scrap the Twitter, okay? You go to Mark Zuckerberg and spend the same money to buy the metaverse from him and then make it, like, an absolute playground and just tons of fun. It'd okay? be full you of anime and memes. Exactly. Full of anime and memes. I, I memes. failed to see a problem so with VR this. Chat. Where's the so problem Fortnite. there? So, <laughs> VR chat mixed with Fortnite... <laughs> But board meetings. But board meetings. <laughs> that I want to like attend fun. my board meeting as Goku Zuckerberg. <laughs> I want my board, and I want it to be a battle royale. Whoever wins the CEO <laughs> for a week. I just, I just hit a clip on my boss. <laughs> I snuck my boss in twenty in meters. The board. <laughs> Whoever wins the CEO for a whole week. All right, let's do this. Uh, Practicing my one but one by ones in the <laughs> one by in the one. break room, break the pump room. shotgun. <laughs> Out of a vending machine. See, Zuckerberg, here it is. Stop doing what you're doing. Make Battle Royale board meetings in oh, VR. All these people in charge just need to start listening to our podcast. I think they that's, make that is such a, better life decisions. That is what we've established. So <laughs> is that we come up, we have just way better business ideas than most. <laughs> Honestly, what are we doing making a podcast? We need to make our own like multi billion dollar company. We need company. to make the metaverse. We, we just need to make, make our own games. Yeah. There we go. There you go. Wow. Battle Royale. <laughs> Speaking of First making your like, own come on. games. <laughs> Segway. 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 Oh, wait, wait. Before we yeah. segue, even though I hate to interrupt that perfect segue. That was a good segue. One more thing I want to say about Mark Zuckerberg's thing. Okay. Is that, that I just was reminded of. But, okay, so it, the big thing that he just, like, announced most recently that was, like, their big, like, oh, this is going to make the metaverse so cool. It's the Sweet Baby Ray's. Is that he's, like, the avatars will have legs now. <laughs> and they'll have legs. And so, like, and when did we Sports have me legs? Uh, let me see. 2008. <laughs> and, but he's, like, but so they showed off this video, right? At this big his like, avatar conference. looked terrible. Oh you know, yeah, it did. But they showed out this video of like him and this other avatar, and they were like jumping around, like doing all this stuff with their legs. And people were like, "Okay, like that's not really that cool, but I guess it's kind of cool, like <laughs> it's maybe." An improvement. And and then they talked, and then like a there was like a thing where like afterwards, a spokesperson for Meta came out and was like, "Oh yeah, also like." None of that stuff that you guys saw with the legs was real. Like we don't actually know how to make the legs work yet. We just we just like recorded just some video with motion capture and then put it in there and we're like, look, legs maybe. I don't know. So it's about so, as fake as many people's Facebook profiles anyway. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So it's like it's like they're promising things that they don't even know how to achieve yet. Oh my anyway, goodness! It's great. I mean, I feel like we'd have the technology for it. You just strap something to your ankles, like the right. controls you're holding in your hands, and there you go. Yeah. it's not that. Uh, it's not that hard to no, do. Just set up a connect. We can rebuild. <laughs> like, we come have on! The we have the tech. <laughs> We're not literally. I mean, it wasn't like. I mean, have the connect technology. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, that was so creepily in sync. That was so funny. (laughs) Speaking of creepy, right? Have y'all ever now really transitioned? Another good segue. Hey, we're jumping out of the normal timeline. We're playing some 4D chess here, and I'm 
I got sent back to the 32nd dimension, but that doesn't matter. Anyway, we wanted to let you guys know that we are coming up with scary games that would terrify us. This is going to be stuff that might scare you. Don't listen to this podcast in a dark room uh, <laughs> alone. That was That Wait is not recommended. <laughs> so anyway, Fun. we're not going to go Just, overboard, but it, it could be spooky to you. Anyway, little um, warning. I got to head over to the 84th dimension, so back to the normal timeline. Have, ever, have y'all ever thought about what would be your most personally horrifying game? Well, I have for this episode. You have. I only did because <laughs> none of us have horror game experience, so there was no other way to connect to well, Halloween. Actually, I okay, have a little fun bit story. of horror, fun horror story. Um, I actually started writing out design documents for a series of horror games back in high school. Oh, you just dug them up for today? Uh, no, because I realized that like the, the theme they for already this game, exist. <laughs> no, but the theme for this game for this uh, segment right is. The horror game that would truly terrify you. Oh, you are creating one for the masses. And those ones I was creating for the masses. Yes, this is something that I I had to delve and plumb the depths of my soul to find out what would truly terrify me. He had to find himself in a dark place. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I I did, and I've come out enlightened. Or endarkened. I'm not darkened. So wait, really quick, let's let's give people listening some context. So we got together uh, to plan for this episode, and we were like, we need to make it spooky Halloween themed because it's it's spooktober. And we were talking about potentially like trying out some different horror games like Phasmophobia and different things like that. And then I don't remember whose idea it was, but it was a good idea. Um, it was to, Kyle's. Was it Kyle's idea? It was Kyle's idea. To, to play Phasmophobia, yeah. Oh, no, oh, no. I was going oh, to say this. It was, to it was, do this. To play yeah. was my idea to play Phasmophobia. Yeah. yeah. But then someone came up with a brilliant idea. That was this guy right here, me. Hello. It I was can. Kyle. No, <laughs> no yeah. Anyways, thank you, Kyle, for your incredible idea. <laughs> of course, of course. Like, it, was, it was hardly an effort for me at all. <laughs> anyways, <laughs> Thomas, Thomas Edison. Freaking, uh, okay, oh, what's the guy named Tesla? Um, Nikolai Tesla. Nikolai Tesla. Okay. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, so the idea was if we were to be given like unlimited resources and create a video game that would be the most terrifying video game for us specifically. So not just like the masses. The masses. For you, but us. For us, like each one of us individually, what would it be and why would it be so scary to us? So anyway, so that's mm-hmm. what that's what we've been working on. We all have various degrees of like depth here. I'm sure that like Someone's going to bust out some storyboards and some previs, and others are going to be like, so here's this concept. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but anyway, that's what we're doing. Yeah. So I have, I think, it's a pretty generally good idea. Okay. And that's because I, like, I spent some time, and I've been doing this for a while now, like, what makes a horror game Horror. Like, what is it that... I thought for a second you were going to say, what makes a horror game horrible? Horror. 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 <laughs> horrible. He, like, horror. misunderstood the entire life. <laughs> He's like, horrible game? Yeah. Oh, okay. What makes a horror game scary? What is it about gameplay in this sense that just, like, fills you with dread, makes your arms lock up, and you're barely able to move the mouse around it depends on who you are. Depends on who you are. Me, personally, I will lock up and not be able to... <laughs> when he loses a league league, a uh-huh, league game. Yeah. So... My first thought was, yeah, <laughs> it is uh, an LP loss 
simulator where it just shows my <laughs> LP going down <laughs> minus 15, minus 13. And I'm just looking at your eyes open. Watches my rank. It's like every diamond, platinum, gold, bronze. Oh, truly stop, immersed no. experience. <laughs> oh, that's pretty funny. No, but then I actually thought, you know, so one of the things in horror is that the first and generally the easiest thing to apply is lack of information. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where you are told and given a certain task, that's like the second one, is you have to have a task to complete. If you don't have anything to complete, you just lose all motivation to play. Yeah. It's just a walking simulator. It's just a walking that simulator. Mm-hmm. And you just so happen something will have scary will happen, maybe. And so giving a task to complete, but then not much information on how to complete it. So say you say like get from point A to point B, but for some reason your a legs gate's don't closed. Work. <laughs> your legs don't work. A <laughs> gate's closed. You were too hungry. Your legs broke. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> your legs broke. So then you have to use your own information that you have to find to complete whatever scenario it is. Mm. But then you know there's any kind of horror elements you can have where it's dark, scary. I mean, dark, yeah. How to make yeah. a horror game <laughs> scary? How to, how make do you, it scary. <laughs> step one: make it scary. You know, step just two: profit. Profit. <laughs> exactly. So, so this is sounding remarkably like Slender in the Eight Pages right now. Mm-hmm. So I, I was just giving a general idea of like you know get point A to point B, mm-hmm. and so. But there's plenty of other things like for example Five Nights at Freddy's. You Rose have to survive to six a.m. while making sure that your doors are closed while keeping track of your power. Generally like that. And so something that Five Tens of Freddy's did really well is lack of action. Mm-hmm. So I know 100% if you give me any means to fight against whatever monster or entity that you're putting me up against, I will try to 1v1 that thing. <laughs> and I will not stop until I am successful. And you won't be scared by it either. I will not be scared. I'm like, this is a challenge. You like this Come at me, bro. The I am in Minecraft. Exactly. Okay. It's like, I'm supposed to be terrified hiding in a little corner, but really I'm hopping around building little three stack blocks. I'm not stuck in here with you. You're stuck, stuck in, in here with me. me. <laughs> <laughs> I literally, I haven't been the first time I played a kid. Like, my first scary game was The Forest. Uh. The one where you get attacked by like these cannibals. Mm-hmm. I was like, I got kidnapped and I shut was, up. Yeah, I literally, I stanced up. I was like, okay, no, I, I'm not running. You're coming. <laughs> literally, I'm not stuck in here with you. You're stuck in here with me. You were just surrounded. Fun fact: by that fear game is based off of my own life experience. I was once in a forest and attacked by cannibals. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> that's so sad. So, anyways. anyways. My first rule for my horror game is I cannot be allowed to 1v1 the monster. Mm. There will have to be a monster. and Only one. The second thing is I am terrified of heights. Mm. I don't know what it is. But just like looking down and seeing just like how far that is. Glass floor. Glass floor. I, I, went, to the, I went to the big tower in Chicago and there's like a part where you can walk out and it's like this glass floor and you can just see... The uh. thousand foot drop and is like, no, 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 no. So like, if I if I were to like hand you a thousand dollars cash, no, ten thousand dollars cash, would you ride this? What is it called? The sky slide. Okay, well, here's the thing: a glass slide on the side of a skyscraper. I'm like, if I am like relatively sure it's going to be safe, I'm fine. But if I'm like, if it is under my own like 
you choose you do if, it if, or if you I don't. choose or if it is like due to like my own expertise or how I mm-hmm. act if it is up to me whether or not I survive or I fall or not then I can't do it uh, like if I have yeah. to balance on something nah and so like there was one game I played with a VR headset oh is oh. your game gonna be VR then that's that's gonna go on where I walked out onto a plank it was uh, like Richie's, a thing. Just Richie's plank. plank experience yeah, that's, that's yeah, it that's right the there one. you had to walk out onto a plank I couldn't do it I could not even like look over the edge I, can, I don't know what it is. It's terrible. And so I thought of an idea where it's like a VR game and you're having to walk across a bridge and there's like a monster behind you. And so you have to like get across this bridge. It's like a like rackety, clanky, old wooden bridge. Like, like an Emperor's New Groove kind Emperor's of bridge. Emperor's New Groove kind of bridge. <laughs> and the thing is there's like – there's going to be like holes in there too and some oh, – and like. Course. Some of the planks will break, and you have to like take time to look. RNG based, <laughs> not RNG. You can you can see, but so, like you have to really pay close attention because like there's a certain point if the monster gets close enough, you're gonna start freaking out and start going faster, but you'll just end up breaking and falling through. Huh. And so I imagine it's just like y'all ever play uh, ah what was that game? It was a really good game. Fortnite. No. <laughs> <laughs> it was a choose-your-own-adventure kind of style game, Butterfly Effect, where like it was like this group of teens up in the mountains. Oh, my goodness. Yes. Uh, Until Dawn. Until Dawn. Oh, yeah. Never played it, it, but I, I know about it, a lot about it. So I'm just imagining it's just like an Until Dawn port where it's a VR game and you have to cross this rickety bridge in like the middle of like a dark snowstorm Ooh. and you've got a Wendigo behind you. Ooh. And... Like, you have a certain amount of time to get as far as you can. Because, like, say you're, I think, like, your best friend or something just got chomped. And it's, the one that goes finishing with that, and then it's going to come for you. And so you have to book it across this bridge. Hmm. And so, and I, and I think, in my opinion, that will be a perfect, like, horror That'd game for me. crap out of you, yeah. Where I cannot, I, it's heights and getting chased by something. That is also, like, huge for me. And if I can't fight it, I will freak out because, like, I can't do it. And so hmm. there's my pitch for a horror game idea. Interesting. Until Dawn developers reach out to me. <laughs> <laughs> my phone number is. <laughs> I, I think that's interesting. You know, you hit on something that I've always appreciated about Five Nights at Freddy's is as the series of games progresses, you actually get more and more vulnerable with each new entry. Because yeah. mm-hmm. in the first game, you have the blast doors. You, you were know. in just an enclosed office, yeah. yeah. In the second game, you don't have the doors. You have your mask, which is really just a disguise. The third game, you have no protection at all. You have to distract your opponent. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can seal some of the vents up top. So I guess there is that. In the fourth but, game, you're a child sitting on the floor of his bedroom. Yeah, like you mm-hmm. get the doors back, but now you have to go to the door with that thing breathing in your face mm-hmm. in order to close it and secure your own safety. And that opens the opportunity for them to come in from other places. And in the fifth game, you are walking up to the animatronics, opening them up and playing with their mechanical parts, doing maintenance while they could kill you. <laughs> like this increasing yeah. vulnerability I always thought was a brilliant design mechanic. Does I, I am personally a huge fan of the Five Nights at Freddy's franchise. Like up like apart from the extended stuff with yeah. lore and mm-hmm. uh, music from videos. From a gameplay perspective. Gameplay they're really very, well very well. I'm mm-hmm. apart from security breach. Mm-hmm. I could you know, some 
I've decisions. Heard, I've heard decent things about Security Breach. I haven't played it though. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It is a very glitchy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Train wreck. Nice. The, the glitches. <laughs> yeah, but apart from that, yeah. who would like to go next? Oh Court? wait. Court has no, this, volunteered. Isn't, this isn't me to go nope, next. You're volunteering. Well, okay, yes, but no, I mean, <laughs> sure, like, I will. But I was just going to say something about about uh, Five Nights at Freddy's. Did you guys know mm. that did according you know? to official? Did you know yes. but that according to official <laughs> Five Nights at Freddy's lore? I just found this out a little while ago. Uh-huh. The entire, or at least the original Five Nights at Freddy's game, and by extension, um, uh, Security Breach, because it takes place at the same location, both take place in Hurricane Utah. Yes, yeah. I read the book. Oh, actually, I've heard about yeah. this. I didn't. I didn't realize that. Like, I was driving through Hurricane a couple months ago, and my brother, who's like a huge FNAF guy, was like, "This is where FNAF takes place." And I was like, yeah. "Look, there's what? the building." <laughs> like, I don't. I just <laughs> thought that was really cool because like, like <laughs> stuff doesn't really usually get set yeah, out so, in Hurricane Utah, you know, or right. Utah, what? <laughs> yeah, like Utah in general. <laughs> anyway, unless they're filming a western. Fun fact. Fun trivia. <laughs> yeah, Aiden, your turn. No, you hey, volunteered. Yeah. We're going in. I think you volunteered. I think uh, you raised your hand. I'm pretty sure you I raised your hand. Uh, okay, peer fine. pressure. Let's fine, do fine, it. Fine, 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 fine. Wait, wait, wait. Ben, do you have a name for your game? <laughs> Until Dawn. Bridge Simulator <laughs> VR. VR. Until Dawn. VR Bridge Simulator no. VR 2023. Until the bridge collapses. <laughs> Until the bridge collapses at dawn. <laughs> In VR. <laughs> Metaverse. No, um, what would be Okay, just like... The bridge. Just the bridge. The bridge. There you go. Bridgie Bridgerton. <laughs> Bridgie Bridgerton. <laughs> Please so don't call the horror bad. game that. <laughs> Bridgie Bridgerton. Well, we have Poppy Playtime. I that's mean, true. how do that's, we... true. that's true. I don't know, but that's terrifying. Poppy yeah. Playtime? Like, that has sinister tones to it. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, all right. Court. Okay, am I actually going next? Okay. Yep. All right. So here's the deal. I'm going to be real with you guys. Mm. For some reason... Okay, I, I will get scared in real life by just about anything. I mean, like, mm-hmm. I am like, spiders? No, thanks. You know, like, dark alleyways? I'm gone. You know, yes, but please. but for some reason... I want to fight. I want to fight some <laughs> spiders. <laughs> that's the reason I go to the gym, <laughs> is so I don't have to run when I turn off the lights. <laughs> See, that's why he doesn't like not fighting in games, because he's so good at it in real life. You know, he's just, he'll, he'll just square if, up against if, the monster. Yeah, if he went up life. against Slenderman in real life, he'd just deck him, you know, <laughs> yeah. just one hit. <laughs> so, but for some reason in, like, fictional settings, so, like, horror movies, horror games, mm-hmm. I just something in my brain just doesn't associate it with real life, and I don't get scared. I don't wow. know what it is. So your fourth no, like, wall is particularly my sturdy. My fourth wall is sturdy. I don't know what it is. but So, like, for instance, like, you guys remember the game PT, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was supposed to be, like, the super scary game, and it was. But, like, I played it with a couple of friends way back when, and we were just taking turns every time you go through the hallway. And eventually they just gave it to me because, like, <laughs> they couldn't they couldn't stand to keep playing it. Huh, okay. And I was just sitting there, like, joking and, like, Cracking jokes about it the whole time because that's kind of how I deal with like you laugh at it. Uh, yeah, like mm-hmm. I laugh at it. Ridiculous, you know. But I will say, so when I when this whole thing came up, I had to th- I had to think. I was like, what are three times where something fictional, like a movie show or something, has genuinely scared me? And when Bastion disappeared from Overwatch, every time he loses a Fortnite round, <laughs> and uh, when Bastion disappeared from <laughs> again, <laughs> like, no, but. And so the, these are the three examples I came up with. Okay, one, there's an episode of Doctor Who. Which one? 
I know that that's really vague because there's a lot of episodes of Doctor Who. <laughs> I don't actually remember what it's called, but it's during Peter Capaldi's run, the Twelfth Doctor. Okay. And the whole concept of the episode is he is stuck inside this castle. With oh, something, the, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, with this creature. And it's looped. And he's yeah, just the looping. Yeah, a loop. There's the skulls everywhere and they're all his. And they're all his because every time he dies. It stays. He, he just resets. He just resets. Oh. But this thing that's chasing him isn't like chasing him, chasing him. It's like it's just slowly walking, walking around. And so like he'll like kind of like get far enough away from it that he can like rest for a minute but then he can't like really rest because he doesn't know when it's about to come back you know because it's just slowly walking after him it's sort of like a what's his name in resident evil that you can't kill him but he just kind of slowly follows you around like mr x or something i don't know anyway that concept of of like this unkillable entity that isn't really in any rush to kill you and is perfectly fine. And you don't even know time. if it is trying to kill you. <laughs> yeah, like, but it's just slowly lumbering towards you at its own pace. Mm. The second one was, shoot, now I can't, oh, the Ben Drowned copy or Creepypasta. You guys ever <laughs> heard about know. that? I've, okay, heard I've looked it. into that. So When, when did I drown? When, <laughs> ben <laughs> Drowned. <laughs> so the Ben Drowned Creepypasta is a... Um, it's an old creepypasta about this guy who buys this like corrupted haunted copy of Majora's Mask. Oh, what a great idea. Majora's Mask. And the, so in Majora's Mask, all of the characters that are dead and also Link have like, um, like a little statue, like this creepy eerie statue version of him. Mm. And the one for Link is especially eerie. We could probably pull up a picture of it, but like. It's just this creepy, he's got this like weird looking smile and he's always accompanied by this weird music. Anyway, it's a, it, it, it's a creepy thing. But the whole copy pasta is all about this, like this entity. Yeah, there he is. Um, it's all about this entity who this has, bad boy? yeah, Ugh. who has like inhabited the game and takes the form of this statue and so, like, he, like, appears at all these random places, and he starts to, like, mess with the game, and he starts to, like, talk to the guy through the game. And then eventually it's, like, he gets in the guy's computer, and then eventually, like, he gets into the real world, and he starts, like, messing with the guy's life and, like, haunting the guy in all these weird ways. Oh! It's so fetching creepy. What does that have to do with drowning? Oh, because the the spirit that's haunting him is the kid who previously owned the and copy. Drowned. And drowned. And he drowned. Yeah. Oh. And his name was Ben. Um, but... So, anyway, it's it's creepy. It's so creepy, and like the way that the the creepy pasta is set up, like it's implied that like oh, because you read this creepy pasta, Ben Drowned has now transferred into your computer. Oh well, don't open Majora's done. Mask. Exactly. Like, <laughs> so it's 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 this super creepy concept, and but the thing that gets me the most about it, besides his creepy looking smile, is <laughs> the concept of like this enemy. Or this, like, ghost that can, like, haunt you through different mediums, you know? Mm. And so even though, like, he was introduced to it through the Majora's Mask, it, like, went in and it wasn't just contained to Majora's Mask. It, like, came out of the game and haunted him in real life. So that. And then, So if you were to watch, what's that movie? It was, like, The Ring or something like that? Or is it... We're like yeah. the the you watch the, yeah, the like video out of the TV. Yeah, the VHS disc or disc VHS tape, and then the creepy girl crawls out of the TV. Yeah, yeah. another so you have seven days to live. Seven days to live. Yeah, 
Kind of like that, but like with a video game and much more like slow burn. Mm. And anyway, and so there's that. And then there's also there's a VR horror game called Duck Season. And, ah, and, duck season. and that one is all about it's this kid and he's basically playing Duck Hunt. But then and it just plays like normal as long as you're playing normal Duck Hunt. But then like if you, you can, ever if shoot you, the if dog, you shoot the dog, then like slowly things start getting like weird and corrupted and the dog shows up outside of the game and like kills your mom Ah. and like and is super creepy and like he'll like you'll see him like outside your windows Mm -hmm. and like like it's there are even news stories about like people mysteriously disappearing on the tv yeah Mm -hmm. it's and, and like there's like a whole thing where they're like tracking him down and then you like realize that he's outside your house and like it's so creepy but and we're all walking home in the dark tonight. Woohoo! <laughs> Boy. <laughs> anyway, those three things. I was like, those are the three things that have like genuinely, genuinely, genuinely <laughs> like spooked me, you know, mm-hmm. in in fiction. And so I was like, if I were to combine all of those three things, what would I do? Yeah, how would you create a game around those three things? And here here was my here was kind of my thought. So the thing that scared me, or it, it would it would basically start out, the game would start out. And you would be like in a castle similar or in in some kind of like maybe like a haunted playground or a haunted park or something. And you're being chased by some creepy entity similar to the statue. (laughs) The link statue. with With a creepy smile and some kind of thing, you know, that's just ever kind of getting closer to you, but never like really in any rush. And you kind of have Mm -hmm. to like get away from it, but similar to the Doctor Who episode. And... Then eventually when you did escape the castle or the park or whatever the haunted place was, it would like zoom out and you'd be playing as this kid playing this horror game. And then he'd like log out of the horror game and you'd be like, oh, I won. And then you'd like start doing just like normal tasks, like taking Do out the your trash, homework, like doing your homework. But then slowly, like as you're doing those things, just Ever so, ever so slightly, little by little, this kid, this this like creature from the game would start haunting you in your like real world game. Like you're brushing your teeth, and you just see a flash in the mirror, and it's that thing, right? And you turn around and look at it; it's not there. Yeah, exactly. And it would be like it would be out your side your window when you're taking out the trash, or like different things like that. And then it would slowly get more and more intense, like Duck yeah. Season does. Until the point where it's, like, killed all your family and everything. <laughs> and then your character, like, goes and, like, writes some post about all of these events. And that's that your final on. words. And then it zooms out again and you're a guy reading. No! Inception. How many layers did this it, go? <laughs> it has however many layers it takes to get the game to go along. It's procedurally then, generated. But then <laughs> at the very, ends. very end, Ooh. it's, like... You like the game's like over, right? And you're like done, but then there's something that like I don't know. Like it would have to like the game would have to have some kind of permission to mess with things outside of the game itself on your computer, which I don't know how you would do that. So they're gonna they're when you when you buy the special pre-release bundle, it's actually malware to go to your house (laughs) and just be all creepy for a week or so. No, but like (laughs) there would be some like implication at the end of the game that like. It's been passed to you. That it's been passed to you, and, and you're, like, just, you're no. just the next level of that of that cycle that you've been watching all these people go through. And then there would be like little things where, like, 
files on your computer will randomly open up with pictures of the thing. No, 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 where it's Mallow is the the name of this app that you download, and it'll like Photoshop in this friend to like locations that you've been at. It like tracks you using your GPS. It'll take pictures of that location and Photoshop in your very own digital best friend. Uh, but then, as you use it, you start seeing the creature, which is this creepy looking like dog skull monster thing. Oh yeah. Um, you start seeing it in other places. And for every person it's different. So for one person it's reflections. Every time he looks in any reflective surface, he sees it looking over his shoulder. And uh, with another person it's just always at the corner of their vision. And it's always there. And it's like you're being followed and stuck. It kind of reminds me of this, except you put a lot more setup into it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's meta. It just goes deep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the meta. <laughs> so like so the, yeah the whole concept would be like and it would do that to your computer until you go back into the game no. And have to like somehow defeat this creature that's been it's like stalking unlock a you. secret ending. Ah. Yeah, like something. And then, oh. and then finally would... I get to 1v1 something. <laughs> and then and then it would there like it and then it would the, it would suck itself out of the game and it would leave you alone. No. It would just but delete like, all files. All the files. Not, not your files, but like all its, files. All its files. It's just gone from your yeah. game. Your Something like that where library. where it kind of it kind of blurs the line between the what's wall. what's spooky in the game and what's spooky in real life. Dang. But then also that other stuff. And that kind of that slow burn, like things that seem is... normal, and then they they gradually get less, like more weird and more creepy until it just escalates into like murders and all these things. And then it gets passed on to you, and you're like ah, and then like, and then you have to like go in and like cleanse it from your like beat the game so that it stops haunting your computer. Dude, you know, like no way that yes. that would be that would be what would get me. That would get me so bad, I and I would, would get every. That is that's terrible. A really good game idea. I would throw my computer out the window. <laughs> <laughs> that Ron doing. Swanson meme where you just walk into the dumpster and just, <laughs> just toss it. In. <laughs> exactly, exactly that. Oh man, and what's then, what's the title? Um. I will get back to you on that as soon as I have a good title. <laughs> uh, Dan drowned. Dan drowned. Dan, <laughs> Dan had a scooter accident. <laughs> Dan's razor scooter hit his shin. <laughs> uh, I don't know, but oh, I feel like man. it should be something like, I don't know, something vague. It's passed to you. Ooh. Or what about just to. passing on? Passing on. No. no, no. We, we named the game Pay It Forward. Pay It Forward. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually pretty good. And then once you, once you beat the game, like, you get the secret ending, right? And you, you clear it off Would you computer. like to gift this to a friend? Yeah, exactly. Oh, it yeah. you to gift it to a friend. <laughs> send this email to five friends. <laughs> and unlock this bonus skin. No, send this email to five friends or it will not leave your computer. Or it will not leave your... <laughs> Oh, that'd be so mean. Oh, but could you imagine if it, like, gets access to, like, your email so it can, like, send you creepy nope, emails? Stop, stop. Like, oh. 
Oh, that'd, be, oh that'd be so no, scary. Stop. Oh, my I don't know what you'd call it. I'll think of a title. Stop. Okay, think of a title. Man, you are scaring everyone here, Court. That is that is brilliant. a really good one. I don't think I'm going to be able to talk. I don't think any of us can talk yeah, about so, that. So, Aiden, do you want to go next or should I? I can go next. You can go next? Okay, save me for last. So, for me, I don't really play a lot of horror games or scary games. The ones that I have played, though, like Five Nights at Freddy's and stuff, the biggest thing is like the things with jump scares. The, the problem with jump scares it's like after the first couple, it's not scary anymore. That's true. Mm. Because, yeah, it may, like, make you jump just because loud noise, flashing. You're like, okay. But, like, it only get, actually genuinely scares you, like, the first handful of times. So it's like m- my game is cannot be based around jump scares. They, they mm. need to be in there, though, because I think jump scares can be are, effective when you Can try. be effective as long as they're used correctly and in, like, in in minimal amounts and time With moderation right? like they can't be the <laughs> they can't be what makes the game scary right five nights at freddy's mm-hmm. is scary because of the jump scares well it's also got some pretty good atmosphere oh, well, yeah but it, like if, if there were no jump scares though it wouldn't be as scary yeah so it's like my game would not be built around jump scares as the core horror mechanic they would just be included into part of it mm. so what mine is is mine is more story based so mine is it's like we're not worrying about replayability. It's like the first time it's played. Mm. So it's like kind of like um, an I Am Legend kind of like dystopia kind of thing where it's like a virus or something is like just... Humans are gone. Humans are, you know, humanity is being taken over by this virus or whatever. And like you, the character, like the game opens with like this flashback of like the start of the outbreak. And mm. you just watch as your family just gets... Ooh. Just merc. Do you get like yeah. a monologue with it, or is it all visual? All visual. All there's visual. no okay. the, you, you. There's no like beginning of a new Fallout no, game. No, monologue. it's like it literally. You boot up the game and it goes right into that. Okay. Like it is. Yeah. It's kind of like one. It's like a cutscene that you like that has actions in it a little bit. They're like scripted actions, but like you're just like going through life, mm. and then you get hit with that like two minutes in, right? And you're like, oh no, oh no, <laughs> The Last of Us. Yeah, so it's like that. So so it's like you basically start with that flashback of like your family has been rolled, right. and then, like <laughs> and then it flashes forward like a few years. So it's like humanity is slowly being wiped out, but you've got like your group of buddies who have like banded together, and like you're basically like goal is to stop this thing. So right. like there's like a central part of it where it's like if you kill that. It kill. It's basically just like you know the the mothership, you know. Right. And so like you and your buddies over the course of the years have been like you've gotten good at taking out this you know these parasites, this virus. And so you're like you geared up, and the whole game is to make your way to this central nervous system and take it out. Like that is that is the objective of the game. Right. And as you go on, like the game will be made in a way where it's like it'll have good dialogue. Like you create. You, the actual, like, player of the game will actually, like, create relationships with your party members, huh. and it will mm. use that to determine, like, how well, how much you actually like each, you know, member of your party, and it will use that to determine when, what order they get picked off. No. Oh. So it'll, it'll, That's it'll have mean. you create attachments with these people. But, and they'll be like specially made, so it's like every party will have one character you just can't stand. Yeah. One character you're like, okay, I can put up with. One that you're like, you're good buddies with. One that you're like, your best friend. And then one like, your last one is like a love interest or something like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they will get picked off in whatever order the game has determined based on dialogue options that have been spaced throughout. And the way that they'll each be picked off is different. And it'll be like right when you've gotten into a lull. You're like, okay, time to rest. And then... Then you'll wake die. up the next morning when it will be gone or you'll watch one of them like be eaten 
in front of your eyes, Ooh, you know, oh, or man. you'll like watch one of them like transform in front of you, like flood style. <laughs> oh, oh. oh. you're like you're there, and you just have to you have to sit there and watch because there's nothing you can do. Right. But I'm so, like, so your style of horror is emotional damage. <laughs> emotional, <laughs> emotional <laughs> damage. <laughs> exactly. Oh, boy, that's where audio is. listeners. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's what it is. And what's funny is like in. In, like, TV shows or any kind of fiction, I actually enjoy that trope of, like, you know, um, someone on, like, the good side, like, gets brainwashed or something and becomes, like, on the enemy side. Like, I like that trope. Mm. Mm-hmm. But then you turn it slightly and it becomes a horror. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> when you watch them, like, turn into some, like, parasite, you know, parasite monster. And so, like, your your party kind of gets slowly, like, more and more progresses. And you're just yeah. like, okay. Oh, Great, you know, Great. but then it's like you and your last and your last companion who ideally the game will have scripted in a way that's either a love interest or like the per- last person you're like, you are super close with this person you have a super good connection with. And it's like you reach the central core and you're like, all right, let's just take this thing out. You know, you're like, let's do this for humanity. Let's just get this over with. And turns out it's only a mid boss. Like you make oh. it there, but it's only the middle of the game. And oh, as you're no. going to beat it, oh. you get ser- you're severely injured, and your remaining companion gives their life for you. And you have to, like, watch as they get, like, ripped away from you and, like, taken. As you're, like, running away oh. and you just hear it behind you as you're just, like, str- just, like limping nah. away. Oh. And you're, like, oh. you're hearing the screen. You're, like, just tell- them telling you to, like, just go get away from here. And you just book it, and you're only halfway through the game. And so now... Oh. The second leg of the game is you're just being haunted, like, mentally by all the people that you've watched oh. leave, and you're, like, constantly blaming yourself. You're like, I could have done this. I could have done this. I should have. So you're, like, being haunted by, like, phantoms of You're, the like, past. being mm-hmm. fan- oh. phantoms of the past. Oh, and, like, so that would be so and so it's, like, that is the entire second half. It was, like, you're trying to, like, beat your own demons. Can you imagine you're just, like, in a level or something, and you're, like, going from, like, area to area and then suddenly like one of your friends just pops up they're like come on let's go around this next corner they just go in the corner they're just gone they're just gone oh. yep oh. and so that oh, is the entire second half it's so, like the first half of the game is you're watching your friends get picked off one by one the second half is you're now struggling with the idea that you think you're at fault for it if only oh, you had done this if you had man. done this you're oh. seeing like your family and everything it's like I should have done this all the way back and so like you're Losing your will, because at that point, it's like, you're like, what's the point of me, like, finishing this off? Is there even anyone left? Like, who is this even going to be for? But you're like, mm. I, but like, deep yeah. down, you're like, no, but I have to do this for everybody. So you get to the final boss, and it's your final companion, who has been, like, mold, no. who's, like, merged oh, with the central unit, no. because, like, the parasites are like, you're the last surviving human, so we're going to specifically make it as hard as possible for you to, like, end it. Oh god. And so it is like merge it is like merge your final companion with like the end boss. And oh, so gosh. you're like struggling to actually fight the thing <laughs> because you know how it always is not they like they they trick you into thinking that you're you're like your companion still has shred of humanity left and every right. time you're about to like do a final blow it like makes it jump back. It's like, no, don't hurt me. I'm still here. Like, please yeah. save me. Like, I can feel oh. everything that and you're so doing. And so you're like trying like oh. I've gotta I gotta oh. end it. And you just can't, you either do it or you don't, and there's no, like, you kill it, like, if you end it, you're like, it's finished, and, but that's, that's not a happy ending, you're like the last one left, and so you just collapse down, and you win, but you don't win. Right. And if you just lose, then you basically just like, 
I give up. Like, it's basically you just saying, like, no, I give up. I can't do this. And, oh like, the gosh. worst part of it is, like, the mid-boss, the one where you lose your companion, is scripted to be impossible to win. But it's mm-hmm. structured in a way that makes you think that you are about to beat it. And no matter what, you're always going to lose. At some stage, it is script. It is a scripted loss. Oh man, dude! And so, like, the entire atmosphere is just like dark and dreary. There's like hardly any music because it's like just ambient noises of these creatures scuttling around, or of like just voices of just people of children. Like, you know, have you have you ever played like Plague Inc? You know, mm-hmm. when it's going through and the children just start singing Ring Around the Rosie, just like in the creepy, like that kind of vibe. <laughs> it's like the entire environment. Oh, my gosh. Oh, and so wow. the game is meant to emotionally just like beat you down. But what's worse <laughs> is you don't go into the game thinking that that's what's going to happen. The game is going to be advertised like it's like Left for Dead, where it's like you and a bunch of buddies, just shoot them up, kill the enemy. There it is. Just a shoot them up. You're going to beat it. So the only so gameplay footage you'll even, see... Oh the only gameplay footage you'll see like will be like from the will first be like half from the, the first little literally bits. the first act when you're with your group of buddies just taking oh. winning fights. That's all it's going to be. Oh, you're going to no. go in thinking that it's just a first person party shooter where you're just <laughs> taking down and then you'll get into the game, be greeted with that first cutscene and be like, "This isn't what I okay." But you'll be like, "Okay, I got my buddies. Your first companion will be taken away," and you'll be like. Oh, oh, oh no, wait a no, minute. Those no, no, poor no. unsuspecting souls. And because it's like <laughs> everybody, everyone's first playthrough will be different because everybody will make different connections with their companions. Right. Oh, so for goodness. one person, like the person who their like close lover is at the very end is the person that got picked off first in someone else's playthrough. So it's like a unique crafted mm-hmm. playthrough. Oh, man. You know, it's, it's, it's like emotionally draining as this sounds. I really want this game to exist. Right. You know? Yeah. And to have a release, just like you said, because again, even even your advertising is to maximize the emotional maximize damage. the emotional damage. <laughs> it's like holy cow, it's brutal. Like but it is brilliant. meant to like dra- where it's like you'll finish the game, and even if you win, even you will be like, why did I do? <laughs> why the I point? won? I mean, but at what cost? But at what cost? What did it cost? Literally everything. Suffering from success. <laughs> but no, I mean the part that really gets me from that is like the the buddy being the final boss. And them like manipulating it so that it seems like he still has some humanity. They're still in there, yeah. So like mm-hmm. he's like you know like he comes out and he's briefly he's like he's like or her. Like, if it's a love interest, like, the idea is that that final boss is the love interest. Oh, because that man. would hit the hardest. That would hit. And oh. then they're like they're like I can still feel everything that you're doing. Like I'm here. They're just holding me. Like don't attack. Like please. You know, and you're, and then you as soon as you like, let your guard down, try it whacks to do you. It, like yeah. you just, oh, or if it had so one where it's intense. like okay. I understand you can kill me, and then you damage it, and all of a sudden it starts screaming, "No, don't do it!" Yeah. Don't. Okay, like everything oh. is everything <laughs> that is meant. Could hit so or it's hard. like the first. It's so like your first hard. companion gets taken because it's like you don't go into the game thinking that it's going to be. So it's like you and your buddies just like the first. I don't, you know, however long the first leg is with your group, because it's got to be long enough. We're like, okay, no, this is just a party shooter. That first cutscene was just kind of like, oh, it's the backstory. You know, it's mm. the motivation. So it's like an hour or two of gameplay at the beginning to make you really put you in that mindset oh this is just a first person party shooter let's go and mm-hmm. you just like beat like a really hard wave you're all just like chilling around the campfire eating stuff and then there's your first jump scare oh my and God. then oh. it immediately hits in two two hours into the game 
wait a minute, this isn't what I signed up for. <laughs> Two hours. Bro. Basically, yeah. like you're playing Vermintide, yeah. Warhammer Vermintide, but then suddenly one of the main characters who you've been playing with this whole time just gets off. Because it's got to make you, it's like even the oh, even gosh. the even the party member that goes first, you have the least, because it's like, it's got to have enough time to be able to figure out mm-hmm. what order. So it's like, it it's needs true. to be enough time to make you still attach to all the party members for them, one of them, to, because if it's like, after one, you know, one mission, you're not going to be attached to the first guy right. that goes. It's like mm-hmm. even the first person you have the least attachments to, you're still attached to enough mm-hmm. that it like catches you off guard, and you're like, "Wait a minute, this isn't okay." Oh man! And then that whole second half is just maximize the emotional damage. Dang, oh, man! Gosh. This is five D chess levels of psychological horror. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> Does the the queen appear from the thirty seventh dimension at all in this game, or <laughs> maybe in your head? <laughs> Remember, I mean, that's like half. You're going crazy. You're losing. Like yeah. hallucinations. That that part seems. I mean, can you imagine? Just like, have you guys? Have any of you guys played Arkham Knight? I have seen stuff from it. So in Arkham Knight, um, it's the third in the Arkham trilogy Batman movies. But Joker dies at the end of Arkham City. Spoilers for a really old game. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, so throughout the entirety of Arkham Knight, the ghost of Joker, like visions of Joker are, like, haunting Batman. And, like, oh, they'll yeah, appear yeah, yeah. at all these random times and, like, mess with him and all these... I'm imagining, like, that, but it's, like, your friends. And they're, like, doing all these haunting things. Anyway, maybe... So, yeah, that's my... Uh, mine is horror by emotional damage. Mm-hmm. Dude. Um, oh, now I gotta follow up both of those. That's brutal. All right, Kyle. Okay. Um, so, I will say uh, from the get-go that I think a game that is truly... Uh, you pretty perfectly catered to scaring me already exists, and I know this because I watched Markiplier play it, but I couldn't finish. That doesn't really normally happen. Um, I had a, another game, which was the Unity remake of SCP Containment Breach that I actually noped out of mm-hmm. <laughs> when I was playing it. Um, but like, but I was also you know alone, and it was not too dark, but moderately so. So the the environment there this. This other thing, I was in the house. It was the middle of the day. My wife was just in the other room. I couldn't finish the video of of Markiplier playing it. The game is called Liquidators, and uh, is it the Chernobyl one? It's the Chernobyl one. Oh. It's based off the true story of the Chernobyl liquidators. Oh, who went into the basement? The three yeah. guys who went into the basement and saved a lot of lives. Um, and actually, all three of them lived pretty long afterwards because all the water in the basement actually shielded them from a lot of radiation. Of course, they didn't know that at the time, yeah. but it did. Um, and to and they were the first people to go into Chernobyl after the reactor four melted down. Now. It's, it's kind of funny because, like, I actually – I used to be a chemical engineering major before I swapped to communications. I was going to be doing nuclear science. I even interned on um, – with Professor Mehmet here at BYU for his molten salt research, which is a new – well, not entirely new, but important and upcoming technology in improving nuclear power. I am actually remarkably pro-nuclear as a person because I understand the science of it. I understand so many other things. And I also understand this might sound like a bit of a hot take, but that – Pretty much every nuclear disaster in history came from a colossally stupid decision or mm-hmm. series of them. Or, or a natural disaster. Oh, there were some stupid decisions with Fukushima, believe me. Fair enough. Um, <laughs> and um, – but Chernobyl especially of some colossally stupid yeah. decisions. Um, but knowing all the things I know, seeing the actual photographs of it, the moment he got to the elephant's foot – And it warped the photo, yeah. Oh, I – 
darn near had a heart attack. At least it felt like it. I was just, oh. I got maybe another 30 seconds into the thing, and then he goes back towards the elephant's foot again, and I had to stop. Like, I'm talking about, seeing, like, this is where, you know, he's down in the basement. Down the and, basement. like, it's just a blob of, like, glowing orange mass, and he has to, like, skirt around and, like, well, it's, take it's, a... There is a bit of an path. orange glow, but the mass itself is dark, shiny black because mm-hmm. that's what the corium looked like. Now, yeah. corium is melted reactor quartz, the most hazardous substance ever made. Um, and, you know, and you'll see corium all over the, the game map with these just like these creepy black stalactites that will start setting off your radiation uh, meter nearby and damage you. And if you've seen the pictures, like this stuff was all over the basement. Yeah. It would melt and flow through the pipes that used to carry water. And some of those pictures are some of the most terrifying things I've ever seen because I know what that stuff is, what it does. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Being near it for too long will kill you slowly over years. It's terrifying. But So what? Is it radiation poisoning the game? Um, no, actually. <laughs> I don't yes. base. This one is very uniquely fitted to me. And something that would really scare me, and I know because it did. But the game that I would make, I would actually base a little more, will take more inspiration off of a Backrooms video game that Markiplier <laughs> played. <laughs> but maybe not for the reason you'd expect. Oh, I think I watched that Because, uh, yeah, the, the one that Markiplier played. And yeah. it was something I realized about myself is the things that in real life often scare me the most are when I'm set off on high alertness mode. Maximum awareness. You know, everything is hyperanalyzed in my mind. Everything is suspicious. Everything is suspect. And they still get you. Uh Uh-huh. But – or maybe they don't and it keeps going. So in that Backrooms game Markiplier played, there actually wasn't a monster. There was no threat of death. And Mm -hmm. it took him a while to figure that out. But the whole thing would set off your senses in this feeling of like everything is wrong. And something I noticed was uh, the footsteps. You would stop walking. You'd hear two or three more footsteps before the sound stopped. Huh. And I don't know if that was intentional or not, but I am 100% stealing that for this game. Like, I want it to be as deeply unsettling as possible. Every possible way to make you think like, wait, wait, what was that? But not like in a, in a, in a cheesy like, oh, you know, we're going to have little creature, little gremlins run around and have like a, you know – violin go ham at that point. <laughs> no, I'm talking like, you know when you, you go into the eye doctor and you like put your eyes in that machine and they, they're testing for your peripheral vision so they'll have like that little blur and it's just that little tiny amount. I'm talking stuff like that. You'll be walking along and there'll just be this tiny little blur and you'll be like, huh? It's already gone. You'll hear the slightest noises. Um, and again, with the footsteps, you're walking, right? You stop. and But not only does it do the, the footstep sounds take a few more steps, but it like sounds like when someone is stopping abruptly and they're walking, there's like that. Mm-hmm. It's a slightly different sound to normally stop as though they're trying to mesh in with you. Yep. And just build and build that atmosphere like, over and over endlessly just pricking at the tips of your senses, trying to get to, to, to put you into that hyper awareness mode the entire way through. Um, and every so often. There would be something, something that is overt enough to make you think, I haven't been imagining things. <laughs> like, I, this isn't in my head. You know, this isn't my mind playing tricks on me. Like, at the moment where you would start thinking that, that's when the game gives something just overt enough. Maybe some prescripted event where you lose health, but you can't tell what it was. Mm-hmm. Or 
some other thing, but never have an overt chase scene with a monster that's been done to death. I've watched that that video, the backrooms found footage, and I was super invested in it until the monster came along. Because I'm sorry if I offend anyone by saying this, but it looked like it was modeled by a six-year-old and animated by a 12-year-old. It was just so corny. I lost my investment in the whole thing. So I don't want there to be some monster chase. You want you to think that there is going to be a monster chase. Exactly. The monster is going to be there, but there's nothing. And it's constantly. And as for gameplay mechanics, I want to up the tension even more. As in, this is a resource management game and the resource is your health. In order to complete the objectives, you have to sacrifice health. In order to do things, to go places, you have to sacrifice health. Potentially even walking. Your health bar slowly drains. And there will be pre-scripted events that might happen with semi-randomness that will just take a chunk out of it. And so this is, a, nice. this is a battle of attrition where you are just constantly in that high alertness mode. It might not be as much of a psych- – well, there is obviously psychology to it. But like just to set off every last one of those things, endlessly tantalize your senses, your sense of danger perception and just keep going with that all the way through to the end of the game. And that's, that's my idea. Um, I've been playing around with names for it and I don't know, awareness is one that I keep coming back to. Uh, my wife suggested something like footsteps in the dark, but I'm like, that might be a bit. Just call it aware. Yeah. Yeah. Just aware. Aware Aware. might be pretty good. Aware would be interesting. And I feel like I, I know there's more that I could do with it, but I'm still like, honestly, this is an idea that I'm still like wanting to go back and revisit in, on, in my own time after this to see if I can really like perfect it. Because, okay, is it as much of a mind-bending thing as your two ideas, Aiden and Gordon? <laughs> Maybe not. But I know that would get me. I know that would just set me off so much and just get me into – and I'd, I'd, have to, I'd have to play this game with the lights on, potentially with someone else there with me, and especially when I need to go to bed that night. <laughs> Well, I guess it's, it's it's a lucky thing I'm a married man, right? My wife is there, literally there, mm-hmm. <laughs> and that'll be nice and comforting. But if I were single. <laughs> oh, man. Man. Y'all are all come out of here with these crazy psychological mind-bending like, Please horrors. don't make me walk over a bridge. Mine's just like <laughs> they're, I'm on a high bridge and there's a monster coming after me and I got to get across this thing. So yeah, like, mine emotionally scars you for life. But I mean, you know, there will be some people who listen to this whole thing and are like, actually, I think Ben's would scare me the most. You know, know, each of us is catering to the things that really get at us. And Court, I saw you raise your hand politely. Would you like to share something? (laughs) Oh, yeah. No, I was just going to say the Backrooms game that Markiplier played. Is free on Steam. You can download it. I can't remember what it was called. Oh, gosh. But I did. uh, (laughs) I downloaded it a while ago after I watched the Markiplier. uh, After I watched Markiplier play it and I played it through just a little bit, just like messed around Mm. with it for a little bit. And yeah, no, I mean it. It it nails that like the whole atmosphere. That atmosphere of like you feel like there's going to be something spooky around every dark corner, but then there never is. But you're like, but there might you, be. So it just increases <laughs> that tension within yourself. Now, admittedly, yeah. that can only go on for so long before you just get used to it. But mm-hmm. I mean, any horror game you're going to be able to eventually get used to. There are people who do genocide runs on Undertale, you know, <laughs> and that's yeah. not a horror game, but like. You can get used to anything. You can be unbothered by anything once you yeah. get through it long enough. 
Um, but People yeah. who do genocide runs on Undertale are heartless. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. How could you like, kill my boy Papyrus like that? Uh, Fair enough. Papyrus. But anyway, that's my idea just to really set off your nerves constantly. Put Fun you in times. Constant state of stress. All right. So let's see. I don't think we all gave names. Ben, did you figure out a name for yours? Just the bridge. Bridge? Bridge. bridge. The bridge. Court, did you come up with one for yours? Yeah. I want to hear this. What about Levels. Levels. The credits roll and it's just a little like (laughs) a little poppy, just levels. Levels. It's just just the music video. I feel like it should be something more like abstract and like borderline normal, but like weirdly spooky in like a in like a weird way. Does that make sense? Farming Simulator 2024. (laughs) Various day life. (laughs) No, um, just call it here. Ooh. I like that a lot, actually. Just here, oh. here, here. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh. That that does yeah, that does that, a, that does a spook. There's got to be one point here. where like it just whispers behind your head, like here, here. <laughs> <laughs> what I want with that game, and this is just make it even worse, is to the peripheral. You you get a peripheral device if you buy like the premium package, and it's just a series of surround sound speakers that Make you it set worse. up in the room, oh, <laughs> and every no. so often they'll just whisper at you. Yeah, just that. No, no, no loud bang, no jump scare, just, just whispers. Just here. Fair enough. Yeah, there you go. There's your, there's your game title. Here. I like it. Did you have one, Kyle? Did you name yours? Aware. 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 Right. Aware. Yeah. So, see, mine, mine's a whole story. I think I'm, mine's till the end. Till Ooh, the end. Ooh, I like that. Because it doesn't make you, because it doesn't tip you off to the fact that people are dying. I even know a song you could use in the trailers, actually, called Till the End. I also know a song Till the End, but it's not... Probably that one. It might not be. I was but just no, but remember in, the in trailers the by Lincoln Park. <laughs> but remember the trailers are like it makes you think that it's just like good. So it's oh, yeah. got to be like a just well, a the, rock song. You're like, yeah, yeah let's get them. It's gonna it be gets, like it's kind of like that back for blood, like kind of like cartoony yeah. almost. Where you're like, yeah. make you think that it's not a very serious game, and you make sure that soundtrack. nobody is able to put the psychological horror tag on it on Steam. So you genuinely have no, <laughs> no idea <laughs> where you're going on. Oh man, you would you would drive people crazy with that. Yep. All right, esports. Uh, over here in the 84th dimension, we're talking about, <laughs> we're talking about, we're talking about esports. Which does terrify people when their team loses and it just crushes their hopes and dreams. That's the emotional damage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got, uh, obviously, our usual Dota, League of Legends, Overwatch League, but Kyle and Corp both now have something of their own. Kind of. Kind of. So, mm-hmm. uh, Ben, pick yeah. which one you want to start with. We'll just go around the table and then we'll loop back with you to do your last one. All right. So I'll just go ahead and go through Dota 2 real quick, just because like, Dota does so many games so fast, I can't possibly hope to cover. So I'll just quick rundown. Four teams are left. Team Secret, Tundra Esports, Team Aster, and Team Liquid. Team Secret and Tundra are in the upper bracket, and so the winner of that game will go on to the grand final. And Team Aster and Team Liquid are in the lower bracket, which means they'll face whoever loses in the upper bracket final. And so... Team Aster and Team Liquid already faced once before in the upper bracket quarterfinal, but based on like these past few games, Team Liquid has looked a lot better recently, a lot better than where they performed with Team Aster. So I personally feel that, I mean, Team Aster beat Team Liquid before, but I think uh, Team Liquid, with the way they're playing now, they definitely could push it through and win this series going on to face whoever loses between Team Secret and Tundra Esports. Nice. That one's almost finished then. When those matches are this weekend? Yep. So 
the upper bracket and lower bracket finals are going to be this weekend. Uh, today's the 27th, so tomorrow is the lower bracket final. The lower bracket semifinal, and then the day after, 29th, upper bracket final and lower bracket final. Okay, so one of those matches will have already happened by the time this goes up on Saturday. Good times. Uh, talking about Overwatch League, uh, the North American teams had their final play-ins this past weekend. Florida Mayhem, Toronto Defiant pulled out of those to join the other 10 teams that had already qualified. So the end-of-season playoffs are starting up on Sunday. Get ready for a 12-team double elimination bracket. 22 games played over six days. Mm. So we're talking four games Sunday, four games Monday, four games Tuesday, four games Wednesday, four games Friday, uh, four on Thursday, and then two on Friday. Or, yeah, something like that. Um, uh, they haven't said anything about what balance patches are coming through before the tournament actually happens. So all there is is the rumor mill speculation and leaked patch notes. Uh, my favorites, I think, would probably be the Los Angeles Gladiators, Soul Dynasty, or Dallas Fuel. But then again, if the meta goes the right way, anything could happen. So it's just going to be a week of insanity. And I will be attending the live matches next Thursday and Friday. So looking forward, next week's episode, uh, I, Aiden, will be absent because I will be in Anaheim at time of recording. So it will just be these three... Dumb, dumb, and dumber will be running it, and I will. <laughs> the Three Stooges will be here. I will not. Yeah, I like the Three Stooges. We'll go with the that. The Three Stooges will be here. I will be in Anaheim when they are filming, watching Overwatch League Live. So, Dang. Court, what have you brought to the table today? What have I brought to the table? Um, not as good of a you know knowledge of esports as you guys, that's hey, for he sure. he brought himself, and I that's all. And that's all <laughs> we need. <laughs> um, so I uh, was... Uh, the given Halo guy. You volunteered for Halo. I volunteered for Halo because I do like Halo. And the Halo World Championship 2022 happened uh, in between our last recording and this one. And it is now over, so we know the results. And in first was Optic Gaming, second, Cloud9, third, Native Gaming Red, and fourth, FaZe Clan. Um, anyway... Yeah, it seemed like it was pretty intense. I actually didn't watch it because I'm, I'm a bad, uh, I'm a bad esports commentator. <laughs> I will watch the next one for sure, probably. I can guarantee, based on these numbers I'm seeing on the screen, it was Optic. lit. It, was, it, it, it was looked lit. like it was pretty cool for sure. Were the Grand Finals close? What was the scoreline of the Grand Finals? Uh, let's see. How it much was... did Optic win by? Optic won by... I have no idea how to interpret these numbers. Probably rounds, I would imagine, is how they're given. Yeah. I don't know how Halo does their championships, but I imagine it's just a bunch of team death matches. It seems like it was pretty even from what I can tell. Both had about four, unless is that victory? I have no idea how to interpret this. Fair enough. Optic, good job. Good good job. Good job, Optic. <laughs> you did it. You beat them. Um, good work. Also, in other news, just really quick, there was the Ludwig Smash Invitational, mm. uh, where they had a Smash Bros. Invitational for both Ultimate and Melee. Um, MK Leo, no surprise, came out uh, in the lead for the ultimate uh, tournament because he's just pretty—he's pretty darn good at the game. <laughs> um, Great analysis. And uh, and for the melee invitational, the winner was Zane playing as Marth, and Hungrybox was second 
playing as Jigglypuff. Classic. Of course. Of course. Leffen came in third with Wolf, or not Wolf, uh, Fox <laughs> and Sheik Wolf from the from the future. Fox and Sheik and Slug in fourth with Ice Climbers. Ice oh. Climbers. I did Ice realize climbers. I forgot to say who was playing as who in the mili- in the ultimate one. Yeah. MK Leo was Byleth, Pyramithra, hmm. and hey. Joker. I like those characters. Uh, Akola came in second. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right, but Akola came in second with Steve, <laughs> Kurama in third with Mario and Spargo with Mario Come in classic. fourth with Cloud and Pyramithra. One hey, of these things is not, not like, like the yeah. others. <laughs> I have heard that uh, Steve is really shaking up the Smash Bros. Uh, it's been like that for a while now. I've yeah. heard. I'm just happy to see my main Pyramithra showing up multiple times in the the top bracket. I yeah. wonder if that says something. Maybe they're just really good, huh? I wonder. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Kyle, what have you brought to the table? Tetris. Okay, back. Right, so Tetris, one of the most enduring video games of all time. Tetris, the classic, and it had its world championship. So there's this thing called the uh, Classic Tetris World Championship. It's been running since 2010. They just had their 2022 tournament held in Portland. Um, and this is actually a unique one um, because it was the first time in this tournament's history uh, to have both of the final two competitors go over 2 million points before one of them finally won. Wow, they were wow. head and neck and neck then. They were. They were neck and neck for a very long time. And there were some crazy things that happened. I mean, partway through... So they do multiple matches against each other. Partway yeah. through one of them, one of the the guys, uh, Fractal, is uh, his, you know, his gamer tag. His gamer tag. He put lotion on his hands in the middle of the match and kept going. What the heck? <laughs> yeah, he straight up put lotion on his hands while playing. It was crazy, and uh, he ended up. Like barely losing that one. That oh wait no yeah that was the two million point game for both players. As you wow. that was why he put lotion on his hands. It was going forever. <laughs> going forever. Did he win? Yeah. They went up to level. Hmm? No fractal lost. Oh right. So the the winner <laughs> is um, Eric Tolt, and his uh, name is Eric ICX. That's his that's his gamer tag. I see. Yeah no ICX mm-hmm. ICX. Ah yes of course. Um. And I actually got to watch the the footage of the the very last portion of the last match on Reddit. It was really cool to see that there's the absolute sportsmanship demonstrated between these guys. I mean, they even just straight up bro hugged after the the match was over. They were probably they were, forced to do that. <laughs> I don't know. They <laughs> seemed pretty like when when Eric won, Fractal was just like his mind was blown. He looked excited, not disappointed, but just like, oh man, what a like, crazy match. Honestly, that's yeah. Tetris for you. Yeah, like, I mean, in League of Legends chill. Overwatch League, when you lose, no, you're not very happy about it. You're like, wow, they're so good. No, you're crying. Uh. Yeah. Um, but it, it was pretty cool. There's a new uh, technique for doing Tetris faster called rolling, which was very interesting. I saw them doing this. With one hand, they've got their, they've got their fingers over the, the buttons and the D-pad. Um, with their other hand, they're like tapping their fingers in sequence against the underside of the controller. It's called rolling, and what it does is it actually pushes the controller onto your fingers to press the buttons. And it's a a relative recent development in playing Tetris that allows you to go so much faster. Um, 
and led to a wave of new scoring records. In fact, uh, Eric himself recently uh, smashed uh, Tetris world record using the rolling technique. Huh. Huh. Um, so it's it, it's interesting to even to hear that like new innovations are still being found for playing Tetris. And this is Tetris on the Nintendo Entertainment System. Oh like God. specifically, this is this. Um, Eric apparently was one of the first people to get to a certain point in the game where the colors on the tiles start to glitch. Wow. Yeah. Huh. Um, because the game was just not designed to go that far apparently or something like that. Yeah, and, and Ben's showing a, a gif of how this works to everybody in the studio. Fair enough. Interesting. Um, it's, it's very interesting stuff. Um, but anyway, yeah. Tetris. The, the 2022 Tetris World Champion is Eric ICX. I hope I am pronouncing that correctly. I don't know how um, you could mispronounce Eric ICX. I, you know, sometimes there's... <laughs> you know, it, I would it, manage to do it. Eric. 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 It, yeah, I don't know. Some people like to, like, read out Fair enough. the letters. Anyway, um, read out the acronym. The, you know mm-hmm. what I mean. Yeah, yeah. Oh. E-R-I-K I-C-X. Anyways. Anyways. <laughs> That's the Tetris 2022, the classic Tetris World Championship. It's cool stuff. Uh, the final was uh, rather interesting to watch, especially in the last few seconds. Um, and, yeah. Cool. Cool stuff. Yeah. Ben. Finishes off League of Legends. All right, here we go. This last weekend was one of the most fun weekends I've had watching League of Legends. <laughs> so Thursday, Friday, relatively normal games, kind of boring. Three zeros where JDG stomped Rogue and T1 stomped RNG. Mm. And then wait, wasn't Rogue the last Western team? Rogue was the last Western team. <sighs> I mean, I mean, I saw it coming, but still, it's still disappointing. F in the chat for the entire Western, Western. (laughs) for Western Western teams, and then came the Gen G Dom One series, and it was oh man, the Dom One jungler Canyon played out of his mind to get that game to go to five games. They get that series to go to five games. Yeah, he put his backpack on, and. It was just crazy because, like, Gen G has been looking so much better than all the other teams so far. Mm-hmm. And even during, like, the regular season in Korea, because these, these two teams are both Korean teams. So they've had... Oh, they've played each other. They've played, they played against each other all year. And the fact that, like, this series went to five games is just astonishing because Gen G has been stomping Dumb One all year. And so, I mean, it really just goes to show with, like, proper motivation and, like some real innovation too because Canyon pulled out Kane which is like a very non-meta jungler right now mm-hmm. no one no one plays Kane in competitive ever. Michael Kane <laughs> <laughs> and so I can't do a Michael Kane accent <laughs> it was just so much fun to watch incredible gameplay just lots of fun and then I thought I was like wow that's the best I've, league I've watched in a long time <laughs> and then the and world then was Sunday like Sunday <laughs> The the DRX EDG series, the second ever reverse sweep in world's history. That what really? Mm-hmm. Wow! Oh, reverse okay. sweeps happen in Overwatch League all the time. So EDG won the first two games, and it was looking like DRX was not looking strong. That's at usually all. how reverse sweeps look. Mm-hmm. And so, and then just like I don't know what happened, something snapped, and then Zeka, the mid laner for DRX, just like. 
You went Super Saiyan? Went insane. <laughs> you went even further beyond. They remembered they could play League. Yeah, yeah. they remembered they, they could play League. League. Yeah, with the classic. And even in the fifth game, uh, DRX's mid laner solo killed EDG's mid laner four times. Oh, oh he, he really com- kind of took it to him. He completely just, oh man, it was hard to watch. <laughs> but Not even on then, television. even then, in the fifth game, it was actually surprisingly close and it was very back and forth. And so, if anyone is looking for some fun esports to watch, watch these two series, Gen G versus Dom One and EDG versus DRX, because that was the most fun I've had watching some League of Legends in a long time. Mm. So, what's left for Worlds? So, what's left is you've got DRX versus Gen G and JDG versus T1. And then whoever wins those goes on to the, the grand final, gets to take home all the bacon. Next Saturday. Next right. Saturday. November 5th. And then the Overwatch League Grand Finals next Friday, November 4th. So you get back-to-back Grand Finals of pretty large tournaments. So Indeed. Get hyped, everybody. Yeah, get hyped. Let's do this. Get hyped. All <laughs> well, right. Let, let's watch them do this, actually. Yeah. <laughs> watch them do this. Yeah. Watch them do well, this. There is also, before we... Mm. Oh, no, that's later. Never mind. Carry on. Okay. Carry on. All right. Well, is there so, any uh, closing remarks that... Anyone want to, to leave? Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. Happy early Halloween. Spooky. Spooky. Yeah, make sure you get your scary games on Steam. They're on sale. They're on sale. Mm-hmm. Anybody, if they're in the game development club, and you we've just got really, some banger you ideas. You really liked our ideas. You want to be emotionally <laughs> scarred. <laughs> exactly. Reach out to me. I'm on the Discord. We got it. All right. Just remember to spend right. your money wisely and not on the. Uh, which Kiriko $26 Overwatch? <laughs> yeah, don't do that. <laughs> Spend it on the Metaverse Diablo. Battle Pass instead. Mm-hmm. Oh, of course. Battle Pass. <laughs> Get yourself the Lich King skin for your Exactly. All right. Thank you, everyone. Knights of the D-Pad is a publication of the Daily Universe. We'd like to give a special thanks to BYU Broadcasting for letting us use their great studio and to our editor, Jason, for making this show sound and look so great thank you from the past Jason thank you future Jason future Jason we miss you we miss you we miss you a lot (laughs) a lot (laughs) anybody who is listening right now through uh, publication services that allow comments please feel free leave a comment down below let us know if there's any kind of topic you want us to to comment on or just spend a whole hour talking about in our next session (laughs) we'd totally be happy to talk about it anyways let's sign off my name is ben i'm aiden i'm court and i'm kyle and they are the knights of the d-pad see you next time